Let's start with the big finish. Um, hey, hi, hi, hello to you. Greetings, hello there. Boy, I should be better at this by now. 626 uh, is the episode uh, number. If you're doing nodding that down, maybe you are. Uh, and this is Sneaky Dragon, and my name is Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting this job. <laughs> it's I have screwed up this interview <laughs> right off the dot. What's your greatest weakness? Starting, yeah, the beginning, sure. weak beginnings, and Terrible. trailing off endings. Yeah. And then a real hot middle. And then we keep going for an extra hour after that hot middle peaks. My two biggest weaknesses? I work too hard and I'm too honest. Right. And the ladies. <laughs> they are a big weakness for yeah. me. Because I don't, don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> Sorry, what are you? That was uh, that was one of David's wedding vows. <laughs> What's going when on? When he saw his bride coming down the aisle. What's this all about? <laughs> I'm getting some signals, but I'm not sure what's happening. I do. So you're saying maybe? Like, okay, here we go. She could possibly be interested in me. That's right. After the second child is born. <laughs> so we're serious about it. Okay. All right. I think, uh, I think I got you a chance. I in. think I got a good chance. I'm in. <laughs> I'm committing to this 100%. Good stuff. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't think we ever committed 100% to this podcast. We've been doing this for 12 years. So, you know, they're tips for people that want like a long-lasting relationship in any forms. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time? Well, I guess it would have been your last job. You you had a proper uh, job interview. Was like you went you went to the job interview. Actually, my job, it wasn't a proper job interview. When oh, I went how'd you get hired for the job you have uh, currently? Well, the way I got there was kind of... Uh, I. So Lisa had been friended or had friended someone on Facebook who was like involved in the horse world. And he was, you know, but he also liked music and movies and stuff like that. And he'd write about these sort of things. And then one day he just wrote a post and he just said, you know, if anyone out there is interested, uh, the job, the company where I work is looking for workers. And he said, you know, it's a warehouse job. It's pretty hard work, but it's a nice collegial atmosphere and, and, and it's good pay. And so she said, you should maybe go and apply. And so I thought, sure. So, you know, it said the address. And so I went there and it was kind of a, it's kind of a confusing office if you, if you don't know it, especially that time, because the sales guy worked at what would be the reception desk. Like when you walk in the door. And to, and just to be clear, this is a garage door place. So there's a lot of fake doors that you could go through (laughs) and you got to find the one true door in order to get to the interview room. That's right. The one true door that binds them all. (laughs) Yes. So uh, there's subtle clues. (laughs) So there's this guy there and I'm just like, so I just assume that he is the receptionist, you know, even though he's like a, 50-year-old man with a mustache. You know, I just thought, here's the receptionist. Right, he's taking shorthand. He's got his legs <laughs> crossed. He's got a nice uh, skirt from the 70s. He took off his glasses, and I was stunned. Yeah. Um, and so then I just explained why I was there, and he's kind of like, oh, he sort of dismissed me by going, just go through that door down at the back and talk to and him. And once again, confusing, so many doors. Exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay. So I just walked through that door. I walked down, walked through the warehouse, down to the very back of it, where the, where the shipping office was. A whole bunch of people who are working there are looking at you going, no. <laughs> it's not collegial. There's a lot of bullying. Which is a, you know. Which is a code co- word for collegial. Yeah. Collegial is a code word for bullying. Yeah. Uh, so then um, I, uh, 
just went up to the manager and explained why I was there. I brought my resume with me. And so he took my resume and basically he's just like kind of looked it over. And then he goes, um, there's a lot of heavy lifting. Are you, are you okay with that? Emotionally. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, I, I don't be, think but... my wife loves me anymore. <laughs> what should I do? Um, I've been, uh, I don't know. Boss. I don't know if I should commit to my marriage. <laughs> so then, uh, he just said, there's a lot of heavy lifting. Okay. Um, are, you, are you okay with that? And I said, sure. And he goes, like, a lot of heavy lifting. I'm like, okay. Is this like a cue that you've got to now lift his desk over your head? Because <laughs> right. it feels like that's that's what he, like he's wink, wink, let's, no. heavy lifting. Then he just said it one more time. Or if he wanted to piggyback. Maybe. <laughs> he might have wanted to piggyback. But once again, <laughs> he was dropping some hints that I didn't pick up. So uh, I probably walked away and he was so disappointed. <laughs> but um, then he, go, he said it one last time. He goes, like, like like it's really like a lot of work here. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a warehouse. Yeah. That's why. You... So you're seeing you're seeing why the last people quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, he said, he goes, okay, well, uh, come in Monday with uh, safety boots and a belt. It's like, okay, I'll see you then. And I never look back. Okay, except every day, I look back and go, what was I thinking? Well, also, it's a safety <laughs> thing. <laughs> the boots. Looking back. Oh, looking back. Yeah, shouldn't shouldn't walk forward. Make sure and look back. Th- uh, 360, what's Never. going on around you at all times. Yeah. Did you have a safety belt at the time? Uh, no, it's just a belt. This is like a normal belt because we hang a we hang a uh, sack off oh, of okay. it that we keep all our like most commonly used tools in. So like a knife and a felt and sure. our tape measure. Your felt belt. My felt belt. And so yeah, that so that's what the the belt was for. And then obviously just safety boots, which I already had because I worked in a warehouse uh, before. So. I was ready. I'm going to ask you a question that I know you can't answer honestly. Okay. Are you their best employee? Yes. Okay, then. <laughs> so, so you couldn't answer it honestly. That's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll revise that slightly and say I am their best employee who works on the floor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm the best of the people that I work You're Wolverine. With. You're the best there is at what you do. <laughs> what I do. And what you do isn't pretty. Yeah. 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 And that's not to say I couldn't do any, anyone else's jobs there uh, for them. And, you know, but what I do there, yeah, I'm the best. Nice. That's a good feeling. It is. To go into work and, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I've had jobs where I felt like I was not good at the job <laughs> I did in that. that but be, you still have to go. That would be a bad feeling, yeah. That's a bad, it is a bad feeling. Have you ever had a job like that where you felt like you weren't good at the thing you were uh, doing? I would say that would have been selling books would be like the Yeah, there you go. That's a good example. That, that's not your thing. And maybe an affair or two where I, I really suffered from, uh, whatever they call that thing, where you don't feel like you can do the job, but you're still doing it, whatever sure. that's called. I mean, I'm going a you couple of... what it's called? Dip- Imposter syndrome. Yeah, all right. I really suffered with, with that, which was silly because I was actually quite good. And I maybe told the story before, but I'll just tell it one more time. Sure. Um, there was a this time I went to... Do a horse for this lady, but she wasn't home. And she said, uh, you know, he'll just be in a stall. And I didn't want to say to the lady, you know what? I have no idea what your horse looks like. Mm-hmm. I mostly see it from the foot. <laughs> That's all I see. I'm not really, I don't even remember what. Kind. Right. You're, you're kind yeah. of the Tarantino of uh, farriers. <laughs> That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> I got no idea what Uma Thurman looks like from the knee up. <laughs> no, no idea at all. But she got that door open. Uh, it's an excuse, I guess. <laughs> And now I like I like when your brain just starts wandering. You're like, I know that there's a movie playing in your head that you're like, should I narrate this movie to people? No, I should probably just, just let it stop, play out and let the there. credits roll. Well, it's just that <laughs> a couple of bonus scenes. I feel there like we go, we're done. I feel like Tarantino gets kind of gets kind of a weird rap for that. It is a weird thing, but it's not just women; it's men too. Like if you think about Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
the moccasins that he wear indicates his personality. Sure. The cowboy boots that Leonardo DiCaprio's character wears indicates his personality. Yeah. And they're also highlighted in the film in, in ways. Yeah. You know, when the girl puts her dirty feet up on the on his the Manson girl puts her dirty right. feet up on his on Brad, Brad Pitt's thing, it's not because Brad Pitt or that Caprio wants or not sorry. That's not Tarantino. that Tarantino wants us to ogle her feet. It's just that so not that's not. part of it, but it's just this is you know where she is. This is who she is. She's a dirty hippie in, in yeah. quotation. It gives you a character. Yeah, and same with and he, but he he mirrors that with 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 Margot Robbie's character when when she's in the, in the movie, movie theater. theater and she has her feet up on on the they're clean. Yeah, you know, like so she's she's a free spirit too, but in a different way than than uh, Margot Qualley's character. That's the actress who plays that role, I think. Anyway, so you're looking at a you can't you don't know what horse is what. Yeah, so I so I'm looking so I go to the barn. Yep, and I'm just like I think to myself, okay, there's another farrier who works here who's like one of the top farriers in the Lower Mainland. Like okay, really well known guy. And so I'm like, I'll look at the f- shoes, and the crummy ones are mine. Oh, because that'll be my clue. Like the ones that aren't so good, right. those will be mine. And so I'm looking at all, all these horses' feet, and they all look great. All the shoes look fantastic. And so I was just like, when I think back to that, I just like, I don't know what I was thinking about. I was pretty good, but oh well. It's hard to appreciate yourself when you, sure, you know, there's a lot of stress on that job. And I just don't think I was mentally up for it. It wasn't the job for you. I mean, you can also be good at jobs that you don't want to do. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, you might be good at the physical or the physical part or the, the mechanical part of the job. Yeah. But the mental part of the job, I wasn't. I'm good at, good at. Uh, writing cartoons that I don't like. <laughs> I'm pretty good, and then I immediately forget them. Yeah, like the, there was a uh, recently someone mentioned this uh, thing about a fairy. You know this, and I I forget the name of the fairy, but it's like a European fairy. And uh, I wrote a bunch of episodes for that show. Holy shit! Like a load. Oh really? Like a load. Does it start with an M? Mm, I'm not sure, okay. but it's a fairy that lives in a park. Oh, okay. and, uh, no, 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 no. Let me look this up. No, that's but okay. but here was another example of yeah. that. Hold it. Uh, first of all, fairy that lives in park. <laughs> I feel bad. Like I want a Flory or Flossie. Pearly. That was Pearly. <laughs> Pearly. Okay. Pearly was the name of a fairy that uh, lived lived in a park. And okay. uh, how many damn episodes of this was? I don't know because my computer is telling me now this is an unsafe site to look at. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got your best interest at heart. One season. Yeah, it was. It was based on a series of books that yeah. were very popular. Yeah. And so anyway, I did it with Nelvana. It was and yeah, I wrote I wrote a bunch of them. I. my brain just goes into this like okay here's some jokes yeah yeah okay and this character will do this and this will advance the narrative and this character has this emotional journey and then we got to put some action here and there you go and i do that pretty good you know to the point where like every so often people will mention a cartoon i've done Mm. i don't know and uh like the other day someone brought up gerald mcboing boing yes yes and i was like why do i think i wrote for Gerald McBoing Boing. And then I, I Googled my name and Gerald McBoing Boing. Boom, there it is. Yeah. I wrote an episode. Huh. Gun to my head, couldn't tell you what it was about, but I, I did it. Animal Crackers. Do you remember that comic strip? Yeah. Uh, wrote, yeah, yeah. Wrote a couple episodes of that. That was one of, that's a, that's a job I did like 20 years ago. Weird. Ro- Raj Bolin. Bolin, that's right. Who is also the uh, creator of Catfish. I don't know that one. Oh, you don't know catfish? I don't know catfish. You know what? You would if you saw it. Maybe it's a it's a, he's a cowboy, uh, big uh, big mustache. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's not ringing a bell at all. Okay, well, it looks like I'm going to have to look up catfish for you. <laughs> You're have to. All right. That's that's yeah. When you said that about the 
a, a Europe, like a Euro, it was a European thing, and then it was a fairy. I was thinking it was a French bande dessinée called uh, Isabel. Okay, where it's she's like a normal girl, but she she kind of uh, interacts with this sort of magical world. It's a very a very fun comic. All right, let me see. All right, does this does this ring any bells to you? That character up top. That guy. I mean, it does look familiar, but not... It's a lot sloppier in the comic strips as it went along. Yeah. Like most Raj Volan things, you know, here's the original Animal Crackers. Ooh, tight, crisp. <laughs> yeah. Then later, whoa! Speaking of Tarantino, drawn with your feet? Oh, I was going to say that, actually, about... Because Isabel was drawn by this guy named Will, who rose to fame in in Euro, Euro comics, uh, doing Tiff, and, Tiff et Tondu, these kind of two adventure characters. Okay. And it's very... Very tightly drawn. Very is it okay? So do you know what the the are the names a pun for something like rough and tough or yeah, something? Yeah, I don't know. They I don't really know. Sorry. Okay, and um, but by the time you get to Isabel, it's just scrawled so plenty. Like it's like so loose, and it's almost too loose. Like I really like the stories, but I find the art a little too messy for me. Yeah, and the same with um, Francois Waltery, who worked with Peyo and did like a bunch of Smurf stuff, and then he did some other strips for for. Uh, like uh, Benoit Brissifet and, and stuff. but And then he started doing things on his own. He did um, that uh, character. She's an air hostess. And she gets into ventures. I can't remember her name now off the top of my head. But I have a couple of his uh, collections of those. And they just get messier as they go. Like they sort of very, very, ni- very nicely drawn. And the covers are always fantastic. Uh, but as as they go on, it just seems like he just had less and less time for drawing and more and more time for whatever else he was doing mm-hmm. in his life. And it was just kind of like scrawl it out and get it out there as quick as, you know, you gotta, I need those three pages for the next issue of Spiru. Better quickly whip this out. And that's what it kind of feels like. And maybe that, that just was more appealing to them, too, that, you know, oh, I finally found my style. And you're like, did you? Did you find a style? Because it seems kind of messy. But, uh, you know, maybe just out, out of the it's shadow of It's weird when you see Peo. that in European things because they're so... Some are. Really? Okay. For the most part, when I see, I agree with you. Yeah, but but it's I, like whenever I see, even even when we go to Europe and we yeah. see amateur cartoonists today, <laughs> yeah, and you just go, geez, yeah, like yeah. insanely beautiful, mm-hmm. yeah, and like, oh, it's good that they can't cross water. <laughs> I don't know why you're here when you come over and do the thing. Well, I mean, the styles are so different, and like, I think it would be hard, you know, even hard for like a Mobius who's so great. I mean, I guess the closest you have to Mobius drawing superhero comics is Frank Quietly. He draws in a very Mobius style to sure. me. Sure. I mean, Vertigo was open to that kind of stuff for a bit. Mm. Uh, but I also look at something like, you know, uh, and hope he's doing well right now, uh, Jeff Smith. But like Bone, right? Okay. Like to me, like Bone looks like a European. Uh, like if you told me Bone was originally a European cartoon, I'd go, yeah, that makes Mixed, sense yeah. to me. All right. Sure, sure. So why doesn't someone come over and do yeah. something here? There are Euro elements too, but it also has an American animation feel to it as well. Well, he's so. definitely, it's Bone is Mickey Mouse, uh, Uncle Bone is Uncle Scrooge, <laughs> and uh, Smiley Bone is Goofy. Yeah. I mean, yes, they, they they do have that dynamic for sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with Jeff Smith? Oh, Jeff Smith had a heart attack uh, a couple of uh, months ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this was this was when quite a few cartoonists were having heart attacks, mm. and unfortunately, people like uh, Joe Matt did not survive theirs. But yeah. Jeff Smith has and is still in recovery. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. Huh? Yeah. Well, anyway, that took a sad turn. No, 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 because he's uh, he's he's still with us, and we love uh, Jeff Smith's stuff. Yeah, he's that's he's good. fantastic. He's also a nice guy. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to meet him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a couple times because he was at. Um, Ape in 94. That's right. 
And then I sh- shortly before Dave Sim challenged him to a fight, which again <laughs> that was a few would have been later, which would have been the silliest fight in the world. That was like ten years later. I think it's always funny when there's like I, I once had a guy who wanted to fight me, and uh, we were both in our forties, and it was just like you know, and just my thing with him. First of all, I'm not going to fight him because <laughs> yeah, yeah. fuck off. That's it stupid. An, it needs an emotional element. To well, there's fight two. With there's two things. One, never fight someone who wants to fight you. Oh. They, That's, think they can beat you? Yes. And they might be right. That's a fucking real... Yes. <laughs> they might be right. Never fight someone who wants to fight you. Yeah, yeah. Because of that. There's a reason. They know something you don't know. <laughs> They're not coming into this thinking, I'm yeah. going to lose with dignity. Yeah. They're not... You know, unless, of course, you know, you've done something to offend their honor or uh, or, or, or what have you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, to, whatever you think this fight will look like in your head... Mm-hmm. It will look very different seeing two guys in their forties fight. Like it will just be like yeah. punch, punch. Oh, oh that's so not tired. pleasant. Winded, yeah, winded, part, sad. Biggest part, biggest grabbing a wall. Tired. Oh, like there's no a, one's coming out of this looking like Rocky. <laughs> there's a fun description by Tom Tom Wolf, the writer of Two Men Fighting in New York. Like two grown men fighting, and that's that's his takeaway. Is that uh, you know I think it was it was in an article about Muhammad Ali, and he was just talking about like how. Hard, you know, we don't realize how hard it is to fight. Like the yeah. physical, you know, the the amount of strength and and constitution it takes to fight. And he was describing these two, you know, middle aged men fighting in the street in New York, and it's just, you know, this that, couple of swings, and then just winded out of all. Yeah. Of well, the difference I think between it and other sports is all right. So if you think, uh, you know, hey, I could be a skier. Well, you can ski. Now, why don't you try it? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. And then you ski and you go, oh, I now know how difficult skiing is. Yeah, yeah. Or even if, like, football, you're like, well, there's a lot of running. Well, I can run. Let me run. And you run and you go, like, oh, that's what fucking running is. <laughs> but you don't know what fighting is. Yeah, yeah. You haven't gotten into a ring with someone and fought for minutes. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, you're just going to be winded and looking stupid. Yeah. And there's a, and what's interesting about boxing is, unlike, unlike MMA, which quickly devolves into ro- rolling around and grappling. Yeah. Uh, and you just went kiss, just kiss. <laughs> Boxing, you, you, you know. I mean, obviously, the, they get tired and they start to kind of hug each other, and the yeah. ref has to break it up. But you know, you have to just stand and punch. You can't like start wrestling because you're, you're both too tired to stand up anymore. No, no, you got to keep on, keep on punching and uh, up to the limit. I think what is it, 10, 12 rounds is the limit. Yeah, now? it seems like with uh, you know uh, mixed martial arts. It's harder because you have more options, but it looks like now it's easier because you've got more options. You know, you can well, do the grabbing and have, rolling. Yeah, you all have you have options, but it, it seems to always end up with them just rolling around. Yeah, because it feels like your arms are going to fall off from punching. <laughs> yes. Like if you've ever worked like a punching bag for an extended period, and I've Which done that. I have never done that. Never. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, well, next time you're at a gym and there's a there's no reason bag, for me. <laughs> just, just give it a couple of boom, boom, booms. Uh, and yeah, after about a minute, you're like, my arms... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was like I, uh, I remember like uh playing softball for the first time as an adult and you know all right let's warm up so we all did our warm-ups and we we're tossing the ball around and like the next day my arms were just hanging like they were just two giant yeah. chains yeah. just so heavy and painful yeah like what's that about and that's from the warm-ups god damn you know yeah if you're not used to it well that's it i mean when you're a kid you know you're all the games you play like you know whatever you're doing whether it is just playing catch for half an hour or whatever, you are like strengthening that part of you, you know, so yeah. that if you do actually play a game of ball or whatever, then you can throw the ball around and, and you don't end up like, <laughs> you know, like an adult laying with your arms and two, two arms in an ice bath, you know. I like sometimes I go to Clarney Pool, um, which is a local pool that has sensible hours. Yeah. And by that, I mean, 
It's not one of these where like your uh, public swim starts at like 8 p.m. Yeah. Uh, it's like almost always there's public swim available. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things they've got at the end of their pool is a climbing wall. Oh. And so you can get out of the pool, like not get out of the pool yeah. and then like get on the wall, yeah. but like from the pool, yeah. start to climb a wall. Yeah. And it's interesting. When you get to the top, you kiss the Killarney stone. <laughs> sure. Uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, so, so it's always interesting seeing people, and it's usually couples, and, uh, and they think they can do it. Like it looks mm. like we can do this. Yeah. This is fine. They'll the ask the uh, lifeguard, can you open up the climbing wall? And like, Are you sure? Yeah. All right. You're gonna look, you're gonna look stupid. Um, and so they open up the climbing wall, and usually the woman is able to like do it, and then it's the dude's turn, and no, not very good. Mm. Just, yeah. it's just so hard, so incredibly it's hard. hard. It's hard to lift your, it's hard to carry your own body weight. But it looks, it looks easy. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, yeah. climbing, climbing, you know, like rock climbing, like you see all these people doing. Mm. You see children doing it. Easy. Here we go. <laughs> nope. Yes, kids climb a lot though, so they're used to it. Yeah. We also yeah. have, like, at the other pool I go to, the Templeton, we have a rope, and you can swing out. That's one of the things you could do, and, like, just let yourself go, and that's what most people do. But if it's an older gentleman, they will do the, the climbing the rope. Oh. And they will uh, let the rope, like, dangle into the water, and it yeah. will climb up from the water, yeah. up the rope, like, really, really high, and just, Jesus, it's really impressive. And everyone at the pool just, like, stops and, like, <laughs> t- takes a watch wow. of this. Yeah, it's good. Good for them to ha- still have shoulders. Yeah. They're also from an, uh, an older time when this was something you had to do with whatever, you know, this was in your gym class. This yeah. was in your military training. This is something, you know, their body got trained to do. Yeah, and uh, ours, is, no, not really good. And again, I whenever in gym class we had to climb a rope, we're always climbing it over like about two inches of mat mm. that was there. I was like, "That's not going to stop nothing. That's not nothing when you fall off of this thing. That's ridiculous. Don't, it's stupid. It, like if it was over real comfy yeah. bunch of foamy bricks, sure, fun's fun. Let's <laughs> let's do that. But uh, and and when it's over water, it makes sense too. So yeah. you're you know it's yeah, like yeah. okay. Huh. It never occurred to me that I would fall. Oh, well, you would. <laughs> the slightest mistake and like you will an fall. It didn't seem like an option as a kid. It still stuns me that like, and I think I've talked about this before, that like they still do that in school because I watched uh, a friend of mine's daughter. Uh, he put up a video of her climbing up to the freaking roof, like yeah. real high, stupid high. Yeah. Like if you fall, you're screwed, yeah. like screwed that high. And yet, you know, and then she would like get picked up from school and have to go in a safety seat. Because, you know, God forbid she's in a seat with a seatbelt that doesn't have extra seat yeah. to bind everything together. It's yeah. like, but you can go, but when you're in school, this is mandatory? Mm. I don't, I throw out my hands and I go, I don't, I don't understand. You shouldn't eat your hands. What's that? I said, you shouldn't eat your hands. Okay. Oh, I see, because I threw out my hands? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, they shouldn't digest them. Yeah, that's right. It's better to throw them up. <laughs> you want to have your hands. I can still reattach them, I suppose. <laughs> I ate so fast. I ate my hands. <laughs> It's kind of joke that would, uh, like a little kid would like. You ever you ever eat so fast that you eat your hands? Just bite your fingers off and just swallow them. You got to go to the doctor and get them. Kids, kids and then one kid you. would go, "Yeah, like, no, you didn't." <laughs> he's just he's just a yes ending. Yeah, it's good. He is. <laughs> he wants to. He'll carry on from there. Um, we should do this. Sh- kids. Uh, let me just say we should do this show in front of that same uh, school. That we did uh, the thing last week. They love it. They love. They would love a three-hour podcast <laughs> so with much. us talking about nostalgia. <laughs> so much. Be like, ooh, chocolate bars. They don't. Who here remembers Crusader Rabbit? Huh? <laughs> oh, huh? First God. daily uh, cartoon show. This is me at work all day long. Okay. 
But sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to say, speaking of kids, I was just going to kind of circle around a a little bit to our trip last week. We did talk about it a little bit after the show, but it was funny when I was editing it, I was listening to it, and I I just want to apologize to everyone for the sound quality. I wish we could have heard it while I was recording so we uh, we could know what the imperfections were. You know who I blame? Nina. Okay, sure. I was going to blame myself, but okay. No, no, I think Nina. You know, we can shift the blame. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She went, my birthday wish is for the sound to be mediocre. <laughs> well, thank you for describing. Thanks for giving it this, a mediocre, because I was going to say a little lower than that. But yeah. Was, anyway. So, but when we're driving, we, there's a part in the drive where we start, you start planning. You basically like kick off, like planning what we're going to do for this thing that we've already agreed to do. We're driving there to do it. We have not, none of us have discussed what we're going to talk about. You just kind of say, I'm going to do, I got this thing I'm going to do at the beginning. And then we'll kind of kick over to Nina for her cat thing, cat drawings. And then that was it. That was all the, yep. that's all the planning we did. And then we got to the school and then we sat in the car, you know, for about 50 minutes yakking. And we talked about Disneyland. We didn't talk about anything else. <laughs> we had no, nothing about the, the, what we were going to do. We got out of the car. We went into the school. We, you introduced us, our, us in the, uh, to the office. We had to sign in a book, which we were still signed in, by the way. Yeah, we're I still asked, there. I asked Mary to sign us out. Uh, that day she forgot, and I kept trying to remind her, and she just forgot. I bet you she's it's her last day there today. She didn't oh, sign us out. Okay, she didn't sign us out. Uh, so uh, we just went, we just went in there, and we did we did. I thought it was really good, but it was just sort of funny. Like as I just thought, well, I guess it's the spirit of Sneaky Dragon. You just start talking and see where it goes, and it went get went in good places. So yeah, I agree. It was, it was the uh, the first uh, set of uh, things were in a smaller space yeah and so we did three kind of workshoppy things and they all had uh they were all about the same age yeah they all had uh paper was, and pen yeah there was two classes uh grade three and grade four we talked to yeah they all had they all had that stuff and so it was like oh, okay this is all good because we do a thing they do a thing we do a thing they do a thing they have questions based on the thing they did and it's participatory and it's back and forth and it's great and also yeah. that kills a lot of time them doing their own thing but <laughs> yeah, then at yeah. the end of it they've got something that they did yeah. that's nice that yeah. they go oh yeah that's great yeah uh, so all swell and swell so assuming that's what was going to happen at the next school because we'd agreed to do two shows. Uh, there and then we go. It's one show. Oh wow! All right, that's a little easier for us. Uh, we're gonna Only. have the, we're gonna have we're gonna have the whole school here. Oh, oh interesting. Okay, so yeah. that's kindergarten to uh, grade five. Yeah. Oh, that's a radically different spawn uh, <laughs> of things. Okay, and uh, they don't have anything to draw on. Oh, okay. So just just listening, we're just entertaining them for that mm-hmm. amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're gonna do. All right, and they we we don't have near enough chairs for any of them, so they're all <laughs> sitting on the floor. Yeah. Oh, oh, also good. Well, that's that's, nor- an, that's normal. Anyway. It is, but it's like a weird eye line. Yeah, that's you true. know, yes. it's like constantly looking looking. <laughs> just looking at the adult standing against the back wall. The yeah, time. and it makes it much easier for them to fall asleep because they're right on the nice uh, soft ground. <laughs> I don't know if that's so easy, but anyway. so it's uh you know how and how long do you want us to do this for? You know, as long as it takes. Oh, okay. Um, that's not at all what I need to know. That's fine. And uh, okay, so uh, and the other one, there was like so many boards uh, to draw on, so many whole bunch yeah, of boards. That was and, nice in I mean, a nice yeah, in a nice enclosed space. Yeah. Lots of boards, lots to see. Yeah. And then the next one, uh, it's one 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 pad, one pad, one giant pad on an easel, Here one giant pad on an easel. <laughs> that you know, at one point, you know, a teacher came up and went, "No one can see this." And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, we we, ha- we could have used an overhead projector. That might have been helpful. Yeah, that's you know? interesting. Okay, you, you, know, you could have like, I mean, I know we asked for a, 
uh, we just said we need a whiteboard. Yeah. Because we thought we were going to be in a small space. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't tell us we were going to be in a gym. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it you had a of, giant bo- whiteboard kind of or a bunch together, yeah, we could write with a bigger marker or mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. So it was one of these. Or Nina could have done. If you had two whiteboards, Nina could have. We could have. You know, kind of put them diagonally to each other. Yeah. Like you know, at a point, and then Nina could have drawn on both of them, kind of go back and forth between them. Kids still, the kids would. I mean, the kids still loved it. That's sure, the sure. Thing. Like, and here's the thing. You know, it was it was go out there with full energy and confidence. Yeah. Like you know what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Like you know what you're doing, yep. Yep. and then and then just keep like going to mm. vi- random kids and yeah. talk to them and yeah. ask them things. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that was the hardest thing too because. With the library situation and the smaller groups, the kids felt more included yeah. in what we did. They all got to, you know, a certain amount of them got to say what their animal was. A, a certain amount of them got to say what the animal was doing. Yeah. And so they all felt like they were part of it. The ones that didn't speak didn't want to speak. So that was fine. Yeah. In the and bigger You don't si- force it because, you know, a lot of those kids are introverts that <laughs> yeah. are going to become the artists anyway. <laughs> but in the bigger, situ- bigger space, the kids don't feel included. So when it came time for questions, they just wanted to tell us their animals and tell us what their animals yeah. are doing and stuff like that. And that's fine. That's fine. It's a it's, good time killer. It's a, it's a great time killer. It's almost as and good a time killer thing. as, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you're going to have a character's name in your story. It's like, and so this is August and Charlie. And we got a question over there. My name's Charlie. Oh, that's great. And then another, <laughs> my name's Charlie. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I know someone named Charlie. Excellent. Okay. I know someone named Ian. Oh, Nice. Okay, and then yeah. the rest of the questions are all going, and then the hands go up, and it's going. All right, we got. All right, it's, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Y'all, we, you want sure? That's all well and good. Yeah, it was the second, the second one, the the one of the bigger space. I mean, obviously, when like when I drew my blob and I totally hammed it up and got the kids cheering and was doing fake bows, and <laughs> this little boy was applauding and going, "Bravo, bravo!" It's <laughs> great, so good. You know, and that it was one of those times where I was like, "Thank God, one of us is a dad. <laughs> one of us is like, you know, knows how to have it up for kids." Well, it's yeah, yeah it's like yeah. one of us has like lived with children, <laughs> and you know, been there for a long period of time. Well, no, you were great. Everyone said that actually. They just they commented how great you were with the, with the kids. Oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the librarian said that, and Mary said that. So, yeah, the one the one semi regret I had, but it was just. Was was when one kid actually did said something brilliant, and I had to like stop everything and just go, <laughs> "Okay, hold it." <laughs> okay, you know how sometimes you know people say, to "Yeah, kids, you shouldn't have said good, that." Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't have said that. But that's you fine. know that's a good idea. They're lying. <laughs> sometimes they're lying to kids, but in this case, we're not because that is a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. And then like back to the other kids. Of course, not your ideas. Your ideas are fantastic. <laughs> and now we're back. we don't mean you. That's what we're, we're not talking. talking we're not talking those other about kids. You. <laughs> It's all well and good. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the second show, I got like a little, I, I got a little something from them today. And it was one of those where, uh, and look, uh, love and gratitude and everything and everyone's doing their best and everything's fine. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Don't take this the wrong way. Uh, so here's, here's what it is. So when we got that other thing booked, uh, you know, I, I went, because I've worked with schools before. Yeah. And it's like. If you do anything wrong, it's going to go wrong. So I'm like, <laughs> you got to cover everything, every angle, everything, yeah. everything, everything. Yeah. And, you know, it was a thing where we got like this, um, you know, uh, gr- not gratuity, 
But what do you what do you call it? Like when there's uh, you know money set aside for something uh, per diem or what what have you? Okay, covering gas money and sure, all this sure. other stuff. You know, because we're taking days off work. Mm-hmm. So we got there's that. So uh, you know, I'm like I know what always goes wrong on these things, and it's like there wasn't an invoice beforehand. You find out when you're there. We need an <laughs> invoice. We need a this. We okay. need a that. We need another thing. So weeks before, I'm like, okay, so we're all agreed on this. This is fine. Okay, so you need an invoice? Yeah, there's your invoice. Okay, so you got all the information you need. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you need a GST number? Because there's well, that kind of thing has come up. Okay, we're good. <laughs> all right, here we go. And uh, and so, you know, that'll be ready on the day? Oh, absolutely, ready on the day, no problem. Okay, that's great. Sounds fantastic. Uh, okay, so we get there. And uh, then, yeah, it's all loosey-goosey and just like, mm. yeah, someone will get in touch with you about this. Okay. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that's the way that goes. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> because, like, I don't expect, I don't expect, It'll happen. Like, It'll happen. Oh, maybe. It will. Yeah, it will. Yeah, maybe. She wants us to come back. That's good. So, anyway, today, <laughs> uh, you know, a week, a week afterwards, yeah. uh, you know, I get a, I get a thing from them uh, going, oh, yeah, yeah, we were missing your phone number. Oh, okay. okay, so we can't process anything <laughs> until we get that phone number. Yeah, I'm like, okay, but you didn't try to process anything until a week and and change yeah. after we've done the thing. Yeah, you know, there, and uh, yeah, it was just one of these where just like I I get it. I get it, and you know, you don't want to be that person. Yeah, but you know, uh, I've done I've done this professionally, and like this is pretty close to every school. Yeah, you know. Uh, as someone who obviously is married to a teacher and yeah. understands office staff, which are like a whole different animal to te- the teachers, uh, it can be tricky. Yeah, <laughs> dealing with dealing with the check. I've done this. I've done this in up in Northern BC, where you know we're just like, hey, where's our gas money coming from? Yeah, you know we do have to pay for a hotel. You know we do have to pay for this, that, and the other. Yeah, we'll pay. You. We'll we'll get this to you mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, we did the thing today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and we agreed that today, yeah, but, you know, mm, yeah, it's true. It's all casual. We're all doing this for fun. Uh, so, again, you don't want to sound like, you know, you don't you, you don't like what you're doing. Sure do, but like any job that uh, I do that's freelance, boy, you really got to hustle. <laughs> and I, Because, honestly, I know if I had not yeah. done all this, yeah. we would definitely get nothing sure. at all. Yeah. It would just be forgotten and uh, hopefully, and hopefully, on. now that you provided your phone number, they'll right will come through. Yeah, it was Mary's last day there today. I actually saw her last night. We went and saw uh, Next Goal Wins in the movies. Let's let's by the way say again mm. how much uh, the kids really liked Mary. <laughs> they did like, like her they lot. were like yeah. they would just say her name and like ah, <laughs> and they were so happy to see Ms. her. Miss Dedrick. Yeah, um, you're Miss Dedrick's dad. I am her dad. <gasps> The idea that a teacher has a dad <laughs> seems wrong. It seems crazy. Uh, and then, yeah, the, seem, the idea that someone as old as Mary, because to those to the kids, she is old. Sure. That her dad is... She's as old as it gets. Dad, dad is still around. That is crazy. How old is her dad? He must be antique, which is true. I am, but... Um, yeah, it was her last day. She said, she said uh, before she came to the movie, she said, I was, I was crying a little bit at home before I came. So. Aw, because obviously she's upset because it's not like, you know, if she had a job at the school and she taught those kids, she would see them the next year. They would be still there. They would be around at lunchtime. She would, sure. during her lunchtime monitoring, she would see the kids. They'd, she'd see them in the hallway. But that's not the case. She's leaving the school. She won't be back there maybe ever again. Maybe she might TOC there. Who knows, right? But um, What's TOC? Uh, teacher on call. Oh, okay. 
So a sub substitute teacher, yeah. It's the technical term now. Uh, so, so um, yeah. So she was a uh, she's pretty upset about it. But it's kind of funny because the kids are um, the kids are very excited because there's there is a surprise for her today. I, I don't know what the surprise was yet. Oh, but uh, apparently, uh, yes. I guess on Wednesday, the Wednesday before we came there, she had gone to another school to do some TOCing, get some TOC experience at a high school. Right. And so when she told the kids the day before that she was going to be away that the, the next day. This one, one little girl in class goes, turns back to the teacher and goes, but what about the surprise? <laughs> and then the same thing happened <laughs> yesterday. Another, another little boy, you know, brought up this fact that, you know, this, you know Mary, you're surprised. Well, you, you know, okay, it's tomorrow. We're doing this tomorrow. So <laughs> we've all agreed to this. You know, but yeah, you can't, kids cannot keep uh, secrets. I remember when the girls were little, we went out shopping. I don't know what, what when when it was it might have been christmas or something and i bought lisa some hedgehogs uh chocolates um for for you know as a gift not the only gift obviously but a gift right because she loves hedgehogs and i told the girls of course you know this is a surprise so mom can't know about it and as soon as we got home eve ran into the house <laughs> and ran up to lisa and goes mom mom we got you pine cones <laughs> so yeah this is why uh, kids are terrible murderers. <laughs> That's right. Because they're... you're just like, so who killed him? I did. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I'm the greatest detective in the world. Child detective. That's wow, right. a child is a detective? That's right. That's no, right. I'm a detective for crimes that children do. That's why those kid detectives are so great. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess I didn't. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. I, yes, me too. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I was, like I say, I was also really impressed by how you... Uh, how you handled the kids? It was really good, really good. You you gave them you gave them a little bit of rain, but you didn't like just let them gallop off. Oh know? no so, no no no! You can't yeah, you can't you can't let the the avalanche start. You just got to kind of stop it. The only thing that's exhausting about it is is just being so aware of an entire giant room and just having to like be completely always scanning, throwing mm. out the radar signals and just like, <laughs> okay, so what section are we losing here right now? Yeah, We're yeah. losing that over here. Okay, <laughs> what's going on over there? Well, now the fifth graders are. You know, a little bored because I'm just talking to the kindergartners, and so I got to go and I got to address them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, whatever you get from them, you got to treat with respect and not be, yeah. you know, snarky or anything like that. And of course, you got to treat kindergartners differently. You got to treat fifth graders. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, your rhythm changes from the front of the gym to the back of the gym, <laughs> and then you realize I'm doing laps in the gym. <laughs> back to that. This is actual. This is actual running that I'm doing right now. This is a okay. Fair enough. That's right. You're. You're like Phil Donahue running around the, the stage with the microphone. I used to always have like um, hard-soled sh- uh, black shoes and uh, had to stop having those whenever I did gym shows. Okay, yeah. They'd be yeah. like, hey, no uh, black shoes, shoes in the gym. <laughs> like, All right, fine. It's got, just got polished. Yeah, it's, 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 don't. That's fine. <laughs> no, but it was fun. It would be fun to do. Uh, I'd like to do more of those, and I would like to maybe do like some videos. That like kind of show that our storytelling methods for, for that would things. Be, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun for sure. That's kind of one of the purposes of uh, Hell Kitty Studios here is to do those kind of things. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, we could do that. It'd be fun. It's also fun just hanging with you guys. <laughs> that was, that was fun a fun. Too. It was a fun drive. And yeah. Was, you know, yeah. haven't seen Nina in a while. That's that's the thing. You know? yeah. So it's just, hey, yeah. that was I haven't cool. seen Nina for a long time. I was thinking about that before. You know, I was looking forward to the birthday show because I knew that we'd see her. But yeah, we haven't seen her much. And then. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the drive was great. And then, you know, we went out to a couple of different places out in Chilliwack and had some good food. And mm-hmm. it was fun. 
So I saw someone uh, order a flight of drinks at a diner. Like, mm, I didn't know that was an option. It was a gravy, gravy, uh, flight. gravy flight. Yeah. Oh, was, that'd be interesting. It was turkey, chicken, oh, beef, boy. and veal. A, well, I was going to say a vegan one. Oh, a vegan one. All yeah, right, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a weird thing today. I was looking in a, a, a on a restaurant menu, and it had uh, you know it was it was something, and it was some dish, and then it said you know it was like. Uh, yeah, it was like vegan gravy. Let's say it was okay, that. Okay, sure, sure. And then in brackets, vegetarian. <laughs> and it was like, well, that's not. Yeah, yeah. That's not vegan. Yeah. You're just saying there's something in there that, well, then don't call it that. Call it vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, there's was, a, the restaurant. Uh, here, I'll tell you the restaurant okay. it was. Oh. It was the one that um, we went to at Once Upon a Time. Yeah. And it was the uh, Fable Diner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I put up a thing. On this uh, f- Facebook page about like old restaurants in Vancouver, sure. And because you know, to your uh, left, I have the final menu uh, yeah. from uh, from Reno's restaurant, yeah. which you know was a greasy spoon that very greasy spoon <laughs> that we used to go to. Yes, the spoons on the table were greasy, very greasy. Yeah. You know, bring your own degreaser, but still the burgers were okay. Yeah. The fries were good. Yeah, uh, the service was nice. They were very yeah. nice server. Uh, so um, you got what you paid for. You got what you paid for. Uh, when the uh, fable took over, because uh, they could pay higher rent, uh, they got kicked out. Something I didn't like was that they called the restaurant a shithole in uh, oh, yeah. Vancouver yeah. Sun. Yeah. And uh, and something that I had suggested to them that would be a goodwill thing <laughs> would have, was to like you know have like a burger that's uh, people in the neighborhood could have. Yeah. You know because their burgers were going to be costing like uh, you know fifteen sixteen dollars. So uh, and the regular burger at you know was under five dollars uh, at uh, Reno. Yeah. So um so they they did they had a burger and we tried it called the Reno Burger. Yeah. Which isn't the right name. It's like calling McDonald's McDonald. Yeah. It's it's a subtle difference, but it's mm. uh, and it was eight dollars mm. and it was like very few of the toppings. Yeah. And it was one patty and yeah. it's like there you go. I'm like all right, fair enough. So uh, so I put this thing up. And someone mentions, oh, yeah, I went there once, and they had, like, a tribute to the uh, previous restaurant. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, I wonder if they still have that. And I suspected they did not. Yeah. So I looked it up. Sure. And they uh, they have changed the name of it okay. to the Main Street Burger. Ah. And they have also changed it from $8 to $18. <laughs> well, that oh, does reflect. That really does sum up. It does reflect Main Street. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not wrong. But also, boo. <laughs> From a one time kind of, I don't want to call it, you know, it was a scrappy area of Vancouver. You yeah. know, kind of like, you know. Just a- we're doing a lot of this. Uh, t- we're trying to tell stories and like, so I met a guy. Okay, look, everyone's got problems. <laughs> and, you know, I don't say I'm the greatest, I'm the cleanest man in the world. And, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, I raise my voice. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's like everything we're saying now is like <laughs> every story. <laughs> we're putting qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but so it was a yeah. I mean, Main Street. You know, of our of our time of Main Main Street. You know, it was always kind of like a bit of a down at heels area, and but nice. And the reason that it was great was because it was a down at heels. People yeah. could afford the rent in that area, so you got a lot of nice kind of people were living know, there. People were living there. People there was used bookstores. There was used record stores. There was comics. You know, there's things that we liked. Yeah. In the neighborhood, and now that's kind of moving out because other people have moved in. That are different than us, and they want different things. 
they want yoga mats and, and they want the towers high. They want to be as far off the ground they as they can as be. The so they have a good view of the earthquake when it happens. <laughs> and they want, they want boutique grocery stores and they want boutique coffee shops and they want, they want to spend their money. They yes, have, they, they do. have a lot of money and they want to spend it and they don't want to spend it on used books. So it is sort of changing there. And yeah, so it's sad when it's sad when it's, it's um, made into a metaphor by a hamburger. <laughs> My that that with, is what the burger should be called. It should be called the metaphor. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my problem with menus for a long time was I wondered why they were ranking the food. And I would look at it and I would go like, why is it very good? Why is this mark very good? And then I realized one day, oh, it's vegetarian. Oh. It's VG. Very good. <laughs> okay. The original thing I thought when yeah. you said that yeah. was it was just like, yeah, the weirdest thing, whenever I go to a Chinese restaurant, yeah. they rank the food. And they let you know, this is the best <laughs> the thing we one. have. The number one this needles. is the number one thing we have. This is number two. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get to like 356, yeah. it's, you don't know it's what you're chicken blood <laughs> chicken blood balls. I'm like, okay. And so it all kind of like makes some sense, I suppose. But you would think the prices would go down. You know, they're knowing that, you know, the one on page seven is just not up to snuff. Yeah, yeah. Do Chinese restaurants have the worst menus? The most menus. They have the most menus, but I feel like they're the worst menus because they're not helpful. Well, they're not for you, probably. I guess that's part of it. Like, they usually come along with, like, yeah. there's also like, another menu, which is the one-pager that's just like, here's the specials with pictures on them. Yeah. Gotcha. That. Okay. Oh, we already made it for you. Oh, how'd you know I want the beef and broccoli? How didn't we know? But I like it spicy. That's... a thing that's there on the table put spice on it then <laughs> enjoy yeah and by the way you don't want as much spice as we put on it so don't mm. tell us that you want <laughs> yeah i like uh, i like it hot no you don't no you don't mm. no you don't yeah no i do no you don't no you don't uh, yeah i do okay here it is okay oh like, yeah no shit you think you're the first you that showed up you're the third you this hour okay there you go enjoy Yes. Control your own spice, young man. Um, do they have the worst menus? Uh, you know, I some, sometimes I do like a, a big menu, but like what I what bugs me is when you get like th- sometimes three menus, and then there's the same items on some of the menus, yeah. and like well, what's the distinction? Yeah. What's the situation mm-hmm. here? It's not like one's a lunchtime menu, one's a dinner menu. It's just it's it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. You need you need a sherpa. <laughs> to kind of just guide you along. Yeah. It just feels like, well, I, I was just thinking about going to this one restaurant and it, it was like I was given like a, it was like I was given like a magazine yeah. to read and there was like two items per page. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of looking like, okay, this, yeah. well, this is really big. Who, who put out this menu? Sharper image. And it doesn't, it, and it's not like in a, it's not like in a, in a, it has, it's not in a, any sense to me. Like it doesn't make sense. Like it's not. Here's the meat courses, and here's the veg- vegetable courses, and here's the. Yeah. It's just like whatever, all over the place, you know. And you just, I don't see a pattern. And there's always stuff like if you look at the one that's duck, you're like, okay, is there any variation between these three at all? <laughs> that's the other thing because yeah. it's the same description. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. There should be, uh, you know what? And I bet there is. But there should be a YouTube channel that's just like break, so you're break it down for and you? just going and, and it's just a guy going so you're going to a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Okay, listen. Here's what we're gonna do. 
so the music's playing is just kind of like yeah the kind of crickly you know cracking sound so you're going to <laughs> okay first thing <laughs> industrial films of the 50s get yourself a spring roll finally a helpful spring roll is fine you're going to be fine with a spring roll get the spring roll <laughs> all right that? it's going to have some plum sauce what's that uh, it's going to be fine don't fine. worry about it it's a sweet sauce it's a sweet and sour sauce you know what that's like you've had a mcnugget okay it's that it's basically that uh but it's on something and you know mm-hmm. the I really wish uh, I really wish they bring back the uh, old timey, and by old timey I mean new timey uh, egg rolls. The uh, the old like kind of uh, speaking of McDonald's, yeah, the kind that were a lot like the McDonald's apple pies, oh, I but love like that. Yeah. yeah, that kind of the deep fried, one. the deep fried. Now now you've got the rolled crisp kind, which yeah. is fine. It's okay. Nothing wrong with them, but the sealed, scalding hot. Throw <laughs> it at your sister. Put her in the hospital. <laughs> That's the kind you want. Yes. Yes. El Scaldo Deep Cryo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let's bring back the smorgasbord, the Chinese smorgasbord. Let's bring it back. That is we need it. it. The weird combination of Swedish Chinese. There, uh, again, I, I go on this website on Facebook quite a bit of like uh, uh, Vancouver restaurants that don't exist anymore. Sure. And yeah, a lot of smorgasbord ads. Yeah, yeah. Lots. Sure. Chopsticks was, and Saperton. The, there was a dragon. Oh, I can't remember what it was now. Strangely, where my when my grandma remarried, that's where they had their wedding reception. Was at mm. this a Chinese smorgasbord on King, Kingsway near Metrotown? Can't complain because you you saw it. You saw what you were going to get. Yeah. You can't have them bring it to your table and go, <laughs> "Hey, what's this?" It's like it's the thing you put on your own damn plate. Is what it is. Yeah, you know. Also, you're a little kid. And you can eat as much as you want. Of what yeah, you which like. is amazing. What you like? Yeah. You don't just have to eat all that all the chop suey. You can also have the deep fried prawns over and over again. Yeah. Also, that's, that's how I learned to use chopsticks, because the person sitting beside me, who is the son of, of my step-grandfather, he taught me how to use Oh, chopsticks. that's cool. Yeah. That is, a, that is a good skill. And he said, I'm not going to let you use a fork, so you have to good, use chopsticks. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you do. Yeah. I mean, I know, and speaking that again, is a good skill, speaking of friend of the show and, uh, and uh, person we do school shows with, Nina Matsumoto, also co-creator of Sparks, um, <laughs> uh, she used to work at a place called Tsunami Sushi on okay. uh, Robson Street. Yeah, in Vancouver, and they would have boats go by with the sushi on it, covered with plastic. Okay, and then if you wanted that, you would just take it, okay. or uh, and uh, and and then when you're done, you pile up your bowls, and different bowls have different colors, yeah. and then you pay for the amount, and you go, Jesus Christ! At the end, you <laughs> no, no one wasn't stunned by the amount. But the good bit about that yeah. was it was like. I just want to see it. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's not the best sushi by any means. Sure. Yeah. Sushi shouldn't be floating around on a boat for extended <laughs> periods of time. It should be on a conveyor belt. No it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that. Do, 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 but do, 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 when you do, see do, it, you're do, like, oh, do, that. Do, I get it. Do, I'll try that. Do, 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 do. I'll have that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something there's something appealing to that. And that's what the smorgasbord gets you. <laughs> yeah, it's totally appealing. Instead of like three menus where you're like, I honestly don't <laughs> What's know. Going on here? Can I just go by can I go by feel? Can you bring back a And you definitely can't in, you know, a good Chinese restaurant, hmm. you can't just go, What do you think I should get? You know, I want to have a conversation with you, the server. Yeah. Because I know that's the one thing you want right now, to just slow it real down. <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> Let's have a conversation about this. And just like, tell yeah. me a goddamn number. Just say a number. <laughs> what would you like? I'd like 25 and 3. Good. Done. Yeah. Off. All right. We've got a good relationship going here. Do you now, know- and I'll have a lemon Coke. <laughs> Give me a lemon Coke as well. Oh, that's nice. Do you know the, uh, you know another su- surprise restaurant? Like the price. Birthdays. 
when you no, the no. restaurant called Birthdays. Oh, really? It's all just surprise birthday parties. Oh no, no, this that's is, where they're taking Mary. Surprise pricing. That's I where mean. they're taking Mary after. Uh, for, uh. <laughs> no surprise pricing, like okay, the Mongolian Grill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get when you meet, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you just fill your bowl. And it's too late. Innocently, then. too late. Innocently, you're just like, oh, I like that, and oh, this is good. This looks good. I'll put these sauces on. Sure, this is good. You, <laughs> you, you know these sauces. You know how much like liquid weighs. <laughs> so then, when you've done this, you put it onto a scale, and they charge you by whatever the yeah. price per pound or whatever. Per they go outside. They take gram. your car, and then they make <laughs> your food. Right. You have to sign a lien on your house. And yeah, it's just crazy. And then you, yeah, and then you make it yourself after that too. Or do they heat it up? No, for they, you? no, they heat it up. They had there was a giant gr- not grill, grill yeah. round, yeah, yeah. And then the it's like the, a stone they, grill. They, I they think, flip yeah. the metal bowl on it, and then yeah. they cook it up. Yeah, and uh, they don't seem to deep clean it so it's like it all goes through and then you're like did people not have allergies like at yeah. all because there are peanuts no, here and other don't. nut things and other things they for didn't, sure didn't exist in those days it didn't exist in you those just wondered days. why you felt uncomfortable after you ate at the restaurant yeah the people they'd be having a, a mild you know a, a, their their neck was slowly tightening yeah i was like, like ah, why do you look like charlie funny. brown <laughs> I'm having trouble breathing. I don't know why. Maybe just open the car window. Oh, that's better. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. I remember going to eat at a. There was a. There used to be a, a corner grocery store in, in North Delta. Well, actually, it was in Surrey. It was on the the Surrey side of, of Scott Road called Shums. Yeah, not to be confused with Shums Restaurant. It was Shums Restaurant because Shums gro- Grocery Store. Then they opened a restaurant down oh. the road, and it was like the pride of their life that they opened that restaurant. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we, that was a pretty good restaurant. It was pretty good. But we got takeout from there quite a bit. We went and ate there one time, and my lips were like numb after we ate. Mm. And I think I guess because of the MSG, and I guess I must have had a reaction to it or something, or something in the food, because I <laughs> could not feel my lips after we ate there. And I always thought that was kind of odd. What an odd feeling that was. But no one said anything. Like my mom, mom didn't go. I think my mom. My mom. I think my mom suggested it was MSG, but she didn't go. Oh, this that's serious, or you should do something. She's just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like no, no, that's all I got. This is like, oh, I can't feel my face. <laughs> I just yeah, my mm. MSG thing was just because I was sensitive to sodium. Yeah, and so you know there was a lot of you know it would have happened if it was like just a, you know a lot of restaurants had too much salt to think. Sure. Too much salt. They just add salt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you know I would like after I would have something it would be, mm. or if I had a Swanson like dinner, okay, I would be all, and it was like oh. yeah because the sodium levels in that are off the charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though there's MSG there too there's salt and there's msg <laughs> so you know here you go here you go but i've heard the msg allergies are just a myth so i don't know what it could have been so. uh well there was always you know there were there was always like a little bit of a racial element to it of just like it's msg and it's dirty it's like it's a freaking spice it's just a spice yes. yeah it's just a spice yeah. and it's like yeah. you know it's something to no, enhance it's flavor glutamate it's a chemical yeah it's a chemical well, you well, mean it's, you're it's, made of chemicals it's so it's salt with something else in it yeah it's, it's sugar salt sort of thing or something yeah yeah I don't like the sun's made of hydrogen and helium. <laughs> Why can't it all be natural? It's like, I know. It's too bad the sun isn't all natural. It's a shame. Why can't it be grown in the garden organically? It's too bad. Like, like everyone else's sons. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's kind of funny that uh, you're right. It's just weird that there weren't, there weren't like more sort of reactions. I don't remember peanuts in the, in the uh, Mongolian grill options, though. So I don't know. Okay. Well, there must have been soy, you know, in the soy sauce. 
because it's soy. Yeah. And people have soy allergies. Yeah. That's like a that's a predominant thing. So mm. maybe the maybe for the most part you go there once you have a bad experience and you don't go there the yeah, second time. Yeah. And so it really well, does weed out the people that yeah. have uh, problems. Well, that's what happened to me. I went there and had a bad experience. I had to pay for my food after I I picked it. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> What's he doing? Why can't he? Hey, listen. If you need anything, just whistle. Okay. Just <laughs> the, the MSG. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you get a free drink. Oh, fantastic. And I'll put your straw in there. Now you can use that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden you go into a Bill Cosby bit. Back when Bill Cosby was okay. Back in those days. He wasn't okay back then. But we didn't know. So there you go. That's right. So Dave's lips are numb and we're all laughing at a Bill Cosby bit afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really experience that at other restaurant. Like we used to go to like the junkiest smorgasbord in, in, in <laughs> Westminster. Um Smorgasbord's really did go out of style. Uh, the Chinese smorgasbord uh, was chopsticks, which was across the street from the hospital in, in Saverton. You know, if you had a problem, you're real close to the hospital. <laughs> so it's okay. It was a totally safe smorgasbord. But yeah, it was a really great... I always liked it, you know. And no matter what people would say about, you know, smorgasbords or the idea of that being like bad Chinese food, I'd just be like, oh, it's great. The best. It's the best Chinese food. <laughs> Gotta eat all you want. I was a 20-year-old, you know. Yeah. Three plates. Well, there used to be an all-you-could-eat place uh, just down the street from my place, uh, and it was all bodybuilders that were there. Oh, really? Like, just huge muscle guys. Yeah, like, they yeah. would just come in, and they would just load up on yeah, on protein. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what probably shut the place down, <laughs> was that, you know. Oh, boy. Too much. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that uh, the Fresco Inn has suffered from shrinkflation as well, where they're... Their mushroom burgers aren't what they used to be, where when you got a mushroom burger, it was buried under a mound of mushrooms. Where is the fresco now? Like I it's know It's in Surrey. Okay, so that one still exists. That one there still used exists. to be one on Davy. Yes, there was two. Because what's weird is that the original, there was the Fresco Inn on Davy, and then they opened another restaurant in Surrey, but they called it Cedar 2000. Okay. And then, for whatever reason, when the Fresco Inn in, on Davy closed, then they changed the name of Cedar 2000 to Fresco Inn. By the way, I'm just looking at this uh, smorgasbord uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, for a 1972 bunch of restaurants in Vancouver. Okay. And yeah, there's like the Park Inn Dining Room Smorgasbord, which sure. is a Chinese smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're going to say smorgasbord enough that it makes no sense anymore. <laughs> there's the Sunday Smorgasbord Borg at the uh, Gastown Room okay. in a place called Frank Baker's Attic. Okay. That was a popular place. <laughs> But sure. here's one that surprised Baker, me. Because there was another someone's attic in town. Oh, well, there we go. Huh. Uh, there's, it was the Planetarium Buffet. They had a they had a restaurant at the Planetarium, and there okay. was a smorgasbord there. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. That is. And, uh, and then they got an ad here for the town pump. And, another uh, smorgasbord. Yeah. Oh, and if you want, au uh, uh, coq yeah. Cuisine uh, de Sud-Ouest de France. You're going to 212 Carroll Street yeah. to Crepe Normandy. Was that also a smorgasbord? No, that was not a smorgasbord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crepe But if Normandy. you want to eat and dance, then okay. you're going to K-Jax. Yeah. You are going to K-Jax, and that is on Main Street. That is 1398 Main Street. All right. I'm trying to think, like, where the hell that is. Where the, I have no idea. No idea. It's probably in the downtown part of Main Street. But they also got the Greek Islands. That's a smorgasbord there. Mm, okay. yeah. Oh, the and uh, if you go to the uh, lychee, uh, you can get a family dinner smorgasbord as well. Mm. So, And that's in Coquitlam. Coquitlam. So right. enjoy. Yeah. Funny, that was in Coquitlam, but we never went there. We always drove out to Sapperton hmm. to go to the... Uh, 
to go to chopsticks. I'm going to send you this uh, this uh, this page. It's just neat seeing like old restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they and and yeah, and then newly owned uh, sushi bar, newly opened sushi bar, newly on tastings. Yeah, what year? Seventy two. Wow. There was one, the oldest one in town is, I think, the oldest one in North America, possibly. Yeah. And that was like, that was like 64, I think. And that's uh, still there, Uh, you know, on your way to Stanley Park. Yeah. You can stop there. Amazing. And go, this is okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. They're, they're, complacent it's not the best it's just the longest it's the oldest one they're just complacent they're just like well we don't have to be the best we're the oldest yeah yeah now i'm looking up fascinating i don't even think i heard about sushi until i until the 90s oh really i didn't i didn't know about it in the 80s well when i was taking workshops at uh theater sports Mm. uh there was a sushi bar that was in the same building and it was in the basement area there oh yeah there was like um Las Margaritas was there, and then there was a sushi place, and that was where my, I'm going to put this in quotes, friend, uh, Christine, uh, took me, and oh, you got to try it, and I was trying stuff, (laughs) and this is where, yeah, she said to me, you know, and if you're feeling like, you know, you don't like the taste, uh, they give you some mint to get that out of your (laughs) mouth, it's like, yeah, and and sometimes it's just nice to have that before the meal, too, and just opens up your taste buds, like, what's that, it's the green mint that they leave on here, oh, that's nice. So uh, yeah, just pick up a big thing of mint and just just <laughs> just, just pop it. Uh, what I like to do is I like to put, put it between the cheek and gums and just like let's just just roll it around your mouth, roll it around your mouth. So re- take a big big thing of it because it's very mild. She was a she was a monster. She was a human monster. Yeah, Vancouver. Just the fact that she can get through all that with a straight face is pretty admirable. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver's <laughs> first sushi restaurant opened in 1963. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. See, I, and you know, in my defense, I didn't know there was a sushi bar because there was a McDonald's upstairs. So it's that would be the more likely place that I would have gone to uh, get some food. Mm-hmm. I just would have been like, I don't even know. I don't remember the sushi though. Yeah, I do not remember. It was nice. It was it was it was nice enough. Okay, but it was a little pricey. So you're right. So you go and you'd eat at the McDonald's mm-hmm. because the McDonald's is affordable. Or I wouldn't eat it at all because I just didn't have any money for for the food part of my day. You I, wouldn't uh, eat at McDonald's. I just wouldn't eat. Yeah, I would go into Vancouver and I wouldn't eat any food for the day. Okay, because the McDonald's like burger was like a buck. I know, but it was a dollar off of a record price. Ah. Uh... So. If I would look at my wallet and go, I've got five dollars. If I spend a do- you know a dollar fifty of this on on McDonald's, I won't have enough money for a record. So, I'll... you know what though, there was always like something that was free at McDonald's. You know, always. So there, you, like you do something like you do some kind of fun run or some shit, and then they'd be like, and you get a free fries, or oh, okay. I'd be in my bowling league yeah, or yeah. something, and just like, oh, you beat your coach or whatever, and it's yeah. like, okay, so you get a you get a, a che- cheeseburger coupon, and you know they assume you're gonna like pay for your own drink and other thing. No, <laughs> and uh, there you go. There was always like there was always someone giving away a something of a something, or there was uh, that was kind of the start. Of of Halloween McDonald's as well, mm. where you know they would yeah, they would give out gift, free fries, gift certificates and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Give the gift of meat for Halloween. <laughs> like, thank you. I appreciate it. I I don't know if I I didn't really like gift certificates for McDonald's just because it it was uh it was putting off the pleasure you know like the candy is immediate but the McDonald's you have to like wait until your mum will drive you to McDonald's so you can. Okay. Like McDonald's. Like, nah. Maybe I was a little closer to McDonald's than you were. 
I think like because I would I would go every weekend to do my youth bowling league. Oh, okay. You know, we'd be at Scottsdale yeah, Mall yeah, and you know or, right or what have you. Yeah. 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 We, we would go there as a family, but but it wasn't like a super regular thing. And so, you know, the the gift certificates, they would just kind of hang hang around or I just lose them and they'd be gone. Can't believe you'd lose a gift certificate to McDonald's. That's insanity. <laughs> yeah, Grandma would give us a fifty dollar bill, and uh, I'd lose them every time. Like, you know, as you do, you're a kid. Yeah, you don't you don't think of money as it's anything. Not, it's not. Yeah, we well, don't think of gift certificates as anything. That's for sure. Wow. I certainly, I was different. I was like, this is money in the bank. If I can get this together with one of those uh, coupons for free fries, you know, well, this will be good. And then there was always like someone was having a party and would. Uh, have the McDonald's uh, orange drink, yeah, a gigantic tank of orange drink, and was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, burn your throat to shit." But, what's uh, What's funny about the McDonald's orange drink is that it was it wasn't for sale in the actual restaurant. It only was available if you were doing like a party thing where you. How got do you mean? The, I don't think you can get it from like the machine. Yes, right? you could. You could get it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was my favorite drink. Was the orange it's a non carbonated orange drink? Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. there was a thing there. Burn, burn your throat to shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stopped, but uh, yeah, they oh, did. Okay. now now that now they've got like uh, Fruitopia, which is has taken the place of it. Oh, There's okay. like usually two Fruitopia types: one oh. strawberry, one's a different type. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. I always just got a Coke when I was a kid. So. Oh, I understood. Are we we had different childhoods. You're like throwing away your gift certificates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. Maybe it is because, I, like, my mom and dad would buy me uh, Big Macs at McDonald's. Yeah, we, uh, which was well, not apparently is not common. Well, it, it was so not common that uh, when I was a, a youth, uh, it was it was the time that you know the uh, ad campaign for you know having a Big Mac attack, which is like, well, that sounds like a heart attack. That's not a great <laughs> ad ad thing at all. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, they're really pushing the Big Mac things, and it was yeah. like probably I was seven eight tops yeah and so it was like someone was having a birthday party at a mcdonald's which like oh my god you got a puppet you got like all this other stuff uh grimace puppet um and we and they asked like so what were you kids like like a like a hamburger cheeseburger big mac we all want big Macs because we the advertising (laughs) yeah it was like we all want big macs and like and the parent was like all right give them all big macs uh so we all got big macs and yeah. we're all you know seven or eight years old yeah we can't handle a big mac oh really oh we could not handle a big oh, mac a seven year old yeah. no not at all oh, and so you know this. and we of course there's fries too so we're yeah. eating the fries but like by the end of like halfway to three quarters of the way through your big mac you're like oh oh it's too it's too much we we all were in donkey island we learned our lesson <laughs> i was eating them before that though because i at least of grade two or three i was eating I was eating Big Macs, and I remember my aunt taking us to the McDonald's because uh, uh, my grandma used to own a uh, trailer park in Armstrong, BC, and so we were coming down from there, and so my aunt was driving us back down, and she took us to McDonald's, and so I was like, I ordered, a, asked for a Big Mac because that's what I normally got, and she's like, "Nope, not oh. getting that for you." <laughs> I was so mad, like I didn't like I didn't get mad at her. I was just like upset, kind of quietly upset about it because I always got a Big Mac. Why wouldn't you? buy me a big mac but she just didn't believe me that my mom and dad would buy me a big mac huh so she's like no you'll just get a hamburger oh that's a ripoff but okay <laughs> i guess it's mcdonald's but it's not a big mac i feel the same way about it to this day although i find them too salty now okay too salty i usually get the uh the fries without salt oh i don't think they oh is that 
I don't know. If the salt's, I don't find that. You can either one salty. just like say to them, can I get that with no salt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I won't do that. Dumping every bit of salt <laughs> on it. Or, you know, if you order from the machine that's there, yeah. uh, the giant iPhone they have, then yeah, you have the option. No salt. Oh, really? Yep. I, uh, don't and then you have ketchup on it and go like, well, there's the salt because it's <laughs> just soaking in salt. I just salted it up. Yeah, I don't worry about that. And I just find that the uh, McDonald's, uh, the Big Mac itself, it has too much salt on yes, it. Yes, it does. Yeah, for it sure. Didn't used to, though. Didn't no. used to taste that kind of saltiness. No. Nope. It's fake, fake flavor. Yep. Yep. Don't like it. Yeah, our sal- I think our salt uh, tolerance has gone uh, way, 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 way up. Oh, really? From back in the oldie days. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a salt fan. No, I mean, I watch my blood pressure, so yeah, I'm careful with uh, salt. Mm. And yeah, if there's something that's it, basically, if I can taste salt on it, it's yeah. like, Jesus, that's way too much salt. Then, because almost <laughs> everything you get at a restaurant is like very heavily seasoned. Mm, mm. And if you're like getting to the point where you're like, that's a bit too much salt, yeah, then that is a bit too much salt. My brother in law is one of those people that um, salts his food before he's even tasted it. Yeah, that bugs me. So you, you make something for dinner, and I like, I just made something a little while ago, and it's it's a lemon chicken. Which I made for the our uh, 500th show when we did the thing in the backyard. Is okay. that 500 show, 600 show, 600 show. Um, and uh, I made so lemon chicken, but it has a it has a teaspoon and a half salt in it. That's a lot of salt. I mean, it's a big thing yep. you're making, but it's a lot of salt. And so I always feel like that is more than enough salt in something. Like you don't need any more salt than that. And so I made it for dinner one time when he and he and my sister in law were over, and he salted this food before he even tasted it. And I was just like, we. It's really salty. Like you don't need to add more salt to it, but no, this—that's what you normally do, right? You just add salt stuff. Yeah, it's blindly, my instinct. Blindly, this won't have enough salt in it for me. Yeah, well, the only things I salt is eggs if it's yeah, like eggs soft, salt. Yeah. soft, runny eggs, uh, mm. because you know it also it makes you know sounds gross, but it makes them coagulate when you put a little salt on it, makes them a little firmer. Okay, and uh, yeah, it just makes them uh, makes them better. And you can't like taste the eggs and then put the salt. In. I mean, you can, I guess, but. You know, by that point. I think you know, if you make you know, made eggs your whole life, egg, you, you, you know, know what's what, going on. You know what, how much salt you need on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. That's different than, uh, like, I mean, I, I I mean, I put salt in stuff while I'm cooking. I don't omit salt in the food that I'm making because salt is required, you know, to add flavor. Like if you're making a soup and you don't put any salt in it, you will not like that soup. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. There's a lot of salt in a soup. It's an interesting, I'm making food for a tea tomorrow. It's uh, Pia's birthday. And uh, so many people I know have different dietary things right now <laughs> that it's just like, okay, planning this, planning this. I got, you know, vegetarian friends. I've got, you know, I, I have uh, one friend who just can't eat just, oh, my God, so many things. So many things. And it's okay, it's okay but, you know, to the point where I'm now just making uh, on, onigiri uh, for them, which okay. is uh, like... Um, Japanese rice balls, but like in triangular form, and then there's just a little bit of like meat or you know vegetables in the in, in okay. the middle. And it's got to be one of the vegetables they can eat. Yeah, uh, but they can eat rice. All right, and they can eat you know uh, the seasoning for rice and whatnot. So yeah, I kind of had to learn how to make uh, that, and I've been practicing those. Okay, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, and I also had a friend who I thought was vegan, but is now is vegetarian. Oh, that's easier. It's easier. That's a lot it easier. is easier. But now I've got like some uh, vegan mayo that I've got to do something with. <laughs> got to find a got to find a home for. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I probably talked about it before, but yeah, Eve had a friend who went from being a vegetarian to becoming a vegan, and it made making dinner for her when she came over infinitely diff- more difficult. Because mm-hmm. you know, 
it's easy to leave out veg- or leave out meat. You can just like if I'm making if I was making spaghetti, I would just make a meatless sauce. Right. While I was making the sauce, you know. There's also meat. There's also meat alternatives that you could just fry separately and then sure. add if you really wanted to. Later. Yeah, yeah. Like chop up like a Beyond uh, yeah. sausage. This is pretty Beyond meat. Yeah. stuff like that. Your cho- your choices were pretty limited to yeah. Eve's hot dogs in those days. So <laughs> that's what all you could get. That was that meatless. was not good. No, and uh, <clears throat> so just yeah. like hot dogs. But she no, could have not. cheese. She could have eggs. Sure. She could have you know. And so when yeah when it when it uh, when she she went vegan it didn't last for very long thank God but. For a while, I, was just, I almost felt like saying, listen, let her bring over her own food. I'll warm it up for her because I, I have no idea what to do. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the challenge. It's okay. Where it gets frustrating is something like, because I'm making sandwiches. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is fine. And then I'm looking at the ingredients for the bread. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you know, the very last one, very, very, very last one may contain milk. May? What do you mean may? Is it or isn't it? That's yeah. a big fucking... May like is it because it's in the same factory? Yeah, and like a little milk particle might have just floated over because like, just tell me that and it's like well then it's not it's not mm. then it doesn't you know yeah. like it, that's like if you're saying it for allergy reasons mm. yeah I gotcha but if you're saying that just like you know we're in the neighborhood and maybe a bird will fly in and drop <laughs> a piece of cheese in the thing I don't know maybe those birds could be cheese bird <laughs> cheese birds. <laughs> yeah, the uh, crows outside. Uh, sometimes I get groceries delivered. Crows have realized the the delivery of the groceries. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're mm. so there was one where uh, I I got some rice delivered, and uh, they enjoyed that rice quite a bit. <laughs> Did you tell them that you're not supposed to throw rice at a at a wedding? Yeah, yeah. Which apparently is a and they said, a but we here. can at a murder. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> oh, that's a dark joke, crows. Come on, crows. <laughs> Apparently that's a lie anyway, that whole don't throw rice at a wedding. Yeah, it's fine. The birds don't care. Yeah, it's not healthy for them, but it's not explodey. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Because you're not feeding the birds anyway. That's not the purpose of the whole rice at a wedding mm-hmm. thing. It has. Some... But anything you throw on the ground that's food is going to be yeah, eaten yeah. by stuff. I just mean it's like, we're, you know, you're not throwing it because you're trying to feed the birds. It's just no. a byproduct of you're something different. You're trying to attract rats. It's, That's it's your totally job. You're thing. going in front of an old building and you're throwing a bunch of food in front of it. And then you're going, why are we getting all these mice and rats? I don't know. Hmm. There's different reasons in that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. because they're, uh, they're, they're very religious. <laughs> it's a church mouse. That's what it is. It's a church mouse. And, and you go like, oh, church mouse. I didn't know you went to church. Why didn't you speak up? I'm very quiet. Yeah. Oh, well, that, 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 that does scan. Yeah. Yeah, church mouse. <laughs> What's nice at our church is we have you know most traps outside, and but they all have little steeples on them, so at least they feel included. Yeah, yeah. You just have them inside little mouse confessionals. <laughs> they go. In, you open up. There's like a little. There's a little mouse doing a sermon. And the other mouse is just expired from boredom. So. <laughs> what a trap! Got him. I like it. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all i'm all down for it so yes anyone throw rice at weddings if you want yeah why yeah. not but don't throw confetti jesus that you can't clean that up ever <laughs> definitely don't throw glitter what's oh wrong with you whoever yeah. invented glitter you're a monster a human monster <laughs> yes yeah, so i remember uh, going to see uh, the flaming lips and they the show opened with this big big song and and the uh, lead singer was firing confetti uh from a gun into the audience and uh for months afterward, like six <laughs> yeah. months later, yeah. confetti would show up in like in a shoe or someplace. You'd just be like moving something and there'd be confetti there. You're just like, God damn it. This is so little confetti around. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, the it's, Commodore must have loved it because it was everywhere there. And I can just imagine that 
for months afterwards they're just like fucking flaming lips yeah like i wonder okay in the oldie days when you had like ticker tape parades and everyone's doing the waving uh-huh. and whatnot how'd they clean that up how'd they clean that up Do rats they, rats yeah they have their own stock market they, they needed the ticker tape <laughs> monsters up <laughs> I lost my shirt on Gouda. <laughs> That's not Gouda. <laughs> There's no time for jokes, Larry. <laughs> if I didn't live underground, I'd jump out the window. <laughs> what can I do? Jump up? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> ah, I'm throwing myself in front of a cat. <laughs> this is worse than the cheddar drop of 29. <laughs> I like it. I like that as well. I'm, uh, we're 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 just coming up with ideas for Pixar movies now. <laughs> well, I wish they had someone should help them. Boom! Yeah, she's fire. He's you know what? Cool. I like that movie. I, I didn't. Thought, I, I saw just was, the beginning. of I it. I enjoyed that film. I thought did it, it go places? It went. It was fun. All right. Was it a Pixar movie? It was a Pixar movie. All right. Wish is a Disney film. The new. The new. One is a Disney movie. Yeah, that one looks like it's, it was written by an AI program. It's it's sad that. It's sad now that there's no differentiation between them. Like it, before, it was like Disney is the traditional animation studio and Pixar is the computer animation studio. Yeah. Now, now they're just the same. Tangled looks and Frozen look exactly the same as a Pixar movie. I remember there was a, a thing for, and there still is to a degree, where you had people like, and, you know, again, I'm going to, it's nothing but prefaces in this episode. Billy West is fine. He's great. He's great. I've met him. He was nice. He's very nice. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio was really, really nice. But something that they... What about uh, John DiMaggio? Where's he gone? <laughs> Mr. Coffee. Yeah, our uh, nation turns its uh, only eyes to you. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but uh, they would not complain, yeah. but they would say how, you know, uh, it was it was not a good move when uh, all these animation uh, animated films were using celebrities. Oh, okay. Uh, as something the, Billy West said. Billy West and you okay. know uh, DiMaggio would yeah, would yeah. say other people too. You know, would be like, you know, you got the greatest voice actors in the world here, and the big pictures they always give them to you know Will Smith or whatnot, yeah, yeah. and all this. And you know, hearing hearing that, you know, on the surface you're kind of like, yeah, I guess so. But you know, then we get rid of all Pixar movies. Yeah, because those are all actor schmactor actors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, honestly, those were the best ones. So, <laughs> shrug shoulders, put yeah. hands up. Yeah. You're not wrong about like whatever Shark Tale or whatever that movie was. Mm-hmm. Uh, fair enough, but yeah, Pixar seems to you know show that you know actors that are traditional actors uh, often can do animation fine. Sure, okay. and I mean, and I mean, Pixar in Pixar's case, they were paying lots of money in order to make the movie attractive to you know because disney traditionally didn't need to pay out big money for voice actors because it was the animation that was selling selling the 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 movie Mm -hmm. but for pixar you know they're like well we're putting in millions of dollars into a untried uh you know basically all anyone's seen of this animation is a lamp dancing yeah. around or a snowman stuck in a snowball or a tin toy yeah yeah this is this is this is what people have seen like these kind of small uh animation things all brought to you by asuna a car that no one knows about anymore but at one point was all the rage apparently because they paid for a lot of pixar okay animation or at least sponsored it well it felt like okay let's just get into pixar then right now uh you know you get something like wish all right yeah so okay so toy story uh your toys come to life mm-hmm. oh that's interesting and like some someone is uh, the the kid likes a new toy better. Oh yeah, that's a 
I get it. Yeah. I get all the emotions about that. That yeah. all makes a heck of a lot of sense. Okay, here we go. Uh, or, you know, The Incredibles. You know, it's a, it's it's family stress, but they're also superheroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they were yeah. forced to retire, and the dad does is lost his sense of purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah this all makes sense. Sure. Uh, all, the, all the movies kind of seem to have, like, plots that you could really get. Yeah. And then it's like, wish. <laughs> okay, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, there's the a king who can grant wishes, wishes but he does he can withhold them. But there's a wise cracking goat uh, <laughs> who, I guess, got the wish to talk. Yeah. And uh, it's like... No, this is a fucking mess. Yeah. This is a, like, maybe it's good. <laughs> maybe it's good and just yeah. the trailer is, is a mess. Yeah. But like, that's, that's a, that's a damn mess. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I you mean, have a star that can t- sort of talk and you've got a. Yeah. I mean, you got to, uh, you know, Lightyear. Okay. What's that about? Okay. You know how in Toy Story, yeah. there's a TV show about Buzz Lightyear, the, yeah. the Buzz Lightyear that you know is based on okay what if that would we do that oh what what why do i care about this fictional character because <laughs> they're fictional even in this world that yeah. you're saying, this is a fictional character this isn't real yeah unless you're telling me that the cartoon is based on a real thing somehow <laughs> no no it's just made up yeah well then who gives who gives two fuck shits like this is nothing this means nothing and it's it looks better than reality you know, like it's it's an animated series that looks crisper and is a is better animated than the old show or old movie that you know we saw the fake version of this on or the other version yeah, of this yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That makes none of this makes sense. <laughs> and like in the Buzz Lightyear world, uh, okay, of this, yeah, do toys come alive as well? Because you've got like a kind of robot that's here. So when Buzz goes to sleep. Does that robot come to life? Because it, yeah. how does it all? Well, I think the harder it's part. It's a mess. I think Throw the harder part up. of Buzz Lightyear, and I, once again, I saw that movie and I, I thought it was fine. Okay. But in terms of like in universe, like in Toy Story universe, yeah, it made much more sense when it was a, a traditionally animated movie. Okay. Which they did do. They did do a traditionally animated Buzz Lightyear film. Well, they did. That played, there was a. T- there was a. I think there was a. Wasn't there a Saturday morning? I don't know. I, I didn't know, see that, but I just remember there was a movie. Like it was. Okay. Uh, it was straight to video, but it was okay. a movie, and uh, we rented it when the girls were younger. It was a good pizza movie, but it made sense because it was traditional animated, so it made sense in the Toy Story universe that the Buzz Lightyear would look like this in the real world of Toy Story, but in the fake world of Buzz Lightyear would be a a two D animated movie. But it doesn't make sense that. In the real world of Toy Story, there is a movie called Lightyear that looks like the real world of <laughs> yeah. of Toy. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. But as a movie, it's it's fine. But it's just, it's not like the the older movie is is much goofier and more fun. Mm-hmm. It has Zorg in it and has all the that you know all that kind of stuff. Whereas the other film is much more serious and much you know. Isn't, like once again, it's fine, but it's just not <laughs> it's not Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't call it Lightyear and just did it as a different thing entirely. I think it would have been more successful. Well, then you leave. Yeah. And then what you, you do at the very end is you give him the light year suit. Or something. Yeah. yeah. If you want, and then, if you, and then you go and then you go, was this Bob's light year the whole time? It was. It was always Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> but we weren't going to tell you that yeah, yeah. until the end. And but, then, and then but you, you but, see that they were watching. Yeah. The person was watching but it. But you'd still have the same objection to it, which is that it looks better than the the, the universe it's supposed My to be My real of. objection to it is the concept in this world is way too complicated. You know, that like you've, this is the fictional 
movie in yeah, the yeah. world yeah. and like i'm now two fictions deep it's like it's it's like if, yeah. if huckleberry finn i know he wasn't a big reader but if huckleberry finn was reading a story about another character yeah. and now i'm supposed to give a damn about that other character yeah. oh i'm worried about him that book that well, huckleberry yeah. if it finn turned out reading. that huckleberry finn was a character in a book that tom sawyer was reading that would be okay here's the thing if it was <laughs> It's Watchmen, okay? Yeah. And in Watchmen, there's like a story that's going on about pirates. That's right. Yeah. It's like, if I really gave a damn about those pirates in this, like more than anything, it was like, let's let's see a whole movie about those pirates. Yeah. I, I, I know I that there is a thing that did there that. Is. There is. <laughs> there is. And it's like, oh, and there might have been, now that I'm thinking about there is, it. There is a, 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 an anime a movie, thing about animated those movie, pirates? Yeah, there's an animated Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. <laughs> like, what makes sense to me is something with, with Pixar, like, yeah. turning red. She's going through puberty, and she's turning into a panda, and it's all embarrassing, and it's all out of control. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. You're tying it into I something mean, real. It, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. But you know when you get then to elemental, and I'm I'm yeah. believing you that it's good, that you know when it's like she's fire, he's water, yeah. they can't get along, but they're gonna fall they, in love. No, they can get along. Okay, they can get along. It's their parents who can't get along. It's the oh, okay. It's the society they live in that won't right. let them get along. Okay, because they live in a society where fire is thought of as less less a lesser people than well, the, than the air elements. My and the problem. Water elements, okay, whatever. my problem with that is yeah. That, you know, just watching the trailer, yeah. you know, uh, they can't get along. Okay, well, I guess they're not getting along because of prejudice. No, I'm looking at them on the subway. She just set that tree on fire. Like, <laughs> it's legitimately dangerous. You know, he's water. What if he puts that kid out? Will the kid die? What happens if the kid gets in water? Yeah. Like, it looks like they're lethal mm. to each other physically. That's not prejudice. That's just good judgment. You You're gotta, correct. You got to watch the movie. Okay, am I am I incorrect about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, they can't hurt each other. No, it's actually it's a there's a synthesis of them that's okay. Important. That's nice. All right, good for them. I'm glad Captain Planet can get together. And I I fun. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked Soul. Soul was fine. I thought it was touching, and Soul uh, Soul had that kind of thing about where the afterlife is kind of like what kind of afterlife is this? Like what a lot of work. What do <laughs> I want to do more? I don't want to be dead and then do more work. Ugh. Yeah. It's just like, it's you don't like, like any afterlife where when you get there, there's a desk, yeah, and there's a lot does? of there's a lot of desks in the afterlife. Just like, well, welcome, I'm like fuck a desk. <laughs> so, I feel like what, whose idea was it to build more offices in the, in the so-called yeah. paradise? Yeah, it just turns out like death is just like another stage of of life, and it's like no better. It's just like one more. You've just gone. You've just gone up into a, a higher level of bureaucracy. Yeah, we're just we've stepped up bureaucracy even more. You know, it's just like everything is now you're being checked on, and you're we can read your mind and see your soul, and we've got all these cards, all these files about you, and it's it's a whole filing cabinet full of your life. Oh my god! How soon do you think before they do the uh, end game of Pixar, as in all of these worlds? Because they've been teasing that. Have like they the, been teasing it, or yeah. just people people have been theorizing? Well, it? they put shit in the background, like they'll oh, okay. put like an image of. The monsters ink, okay. Uh, you know, monsters in uh, Brave. Okay, I don't really know. know they will. You can watch like a watch like a ten minute video on it. Sure, it's sure. Like, everything connects to everything. Yeah, yeah. La, 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 la. But like, when the when do you think they're just going to lean into it and just go? It all it all takes place. You know, uh, you know, the same universe, and something's happening that you know we've got to deal with, and here we go. 
and uh, and you just uh, and you just do the gigantic team up. Hmm. I, I can't know. see that they wouldn't do that because there's money on the table. <laughs> there's well, I guess there is money on the table, and and they've kind of. Lo- I mean, I know he was a controversial person, but they've kind of lost like the Lassiter. Lassiter. They're kind of the yeah. kind of the kind of the person who Disney respected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like. By the way, hey guys, stop being sex pests. <laughs> <laughs> and I just mean this, and I don't mean this as a. I'm not going to preface it by just like, "Hey, we've all been sex." No, we haven't. <laughs> well, obviously, speak for yourself. Obviously, as a, as a, it's a long time sex pest. Obviously, taking this very seriously. Yeah, it's terrible that people went through this, mm-hmm. having to deal with these people. Yeah, I understood. And also, at a very selfish, yeah, surface, 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 surface level. Yeah, it's annoying to me as a person who likes things. That like you know people you, keep you, stuff you, you, you artists have to sex past your way out of like you know more stuff that I could enjoy yeah and yeah. that's me on a selfish level but by the way I want consequences for your actions yes yes please but also yeah. fuck god damn it sure I like that Louis TV show I liked oh, it a lot yeah you know but you're right. No, we can't have more. <laughs> and Cosby should be in jail, and so on and so forth. And yeah, Lassiter shouldn't be working there. Absolutely. But also, now I've got Lightyear. <laughs> That's a thing. Like, under John Lassiter, because he was there for so long, you know, when Disney bought out Pixar, which was a, was a necessary step for Pixar, they needed to get giant computer systems to so they could make Toy Story. They didn't have the... They didn't have the servers to, to make that movie, so they needed a big cash injection. And at that time, it was uh, Pixar was the CEO was everyone's favorite guy from Apple, right? What his name is Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yes, and you know, and Steve Jobs. And I don't think he was wrong. He you know can, he basically told them that we've got to sell you know a big part of this company to Disney or to someone who wants to pay for it in order to fund this dream that you have. And so they sold to Disney, but because Lasseter had been there for so long, at least Disney would kind of listen to him. Yeah. You know, so when Disney said stuff like, we want a Toy Story, uh, straight to video Toy Story, because that was a big hit movie. So we want yeah. some junk to throw on. Throw we on. need Lion King 3. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he was like, no. Sim- you know, Simba's uh, Bar Mitzvah. This is yeah. going to be as good, if not better, than the first one that we did, you know, and, and that movie was went through, yeah. went through iterations. Like it, it was almost completed. You know, by a totally different director as a straight-to-video to film, and then Lasseter saw it and said, "No, this is no good." Took it back, took it away. They had that crazy rewrite session, remade, you know, rewrote around what the footage they had and kind of recreated the film. That's something, yeah. It's amazing what they did, you know. But that kind of dedication, you know, you know, gave him that that kind of, uh, you know, because it's a situation where it's an assumed authority, you know, like he really had no authority over Disney. You know, Disney had had the power over him, but because they respected him, he could exercise that wisely to kind of massage Pixar's product in a way that, you know, followed their dream, right? Now, it's just like, fuck it, whatever. You know, it's just some nobody who is in charge of, of, I know it's Brad, it's Brad Bird now though, right? Who's in charge? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I thought I thought you told me that one time, and then I was going to say it's nobody. Huh. Then I was going to be like, wait, is it Brad Bird? Because <laughs> he's not nobody. But no, I don't think I don't think that whoever is in charge there has has the chutzpah or the you know yeah. the the power the the assumed power to well, to, to, to kind of st- kind of stand toe to toe with with the with the Bob Igers of this world. Hmm. Who's running Pixar? 
That's a good question. Who's running Pixar? And they look like they're going to be a sex pest. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, Jim Morris. Oh, yeah. Well, we all know him. Right. You know. From the doors. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Jim Morris. That's right. He's going to break on through the other side. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Came back from the dead just for this. Sure. I know. It was a different guy. I understand. Don't don't say that I don't know. <laughs> I know. That's yeah. all fine. So, yeah. Yeah. And if, I mean, let's face it. The last little while of Pixar hasn't been really, th- really thrilling. Mm. Yeah. It's that mix of They're like... They're fine. It's... <laughs> Every one of us is a. I'm not saying I haven't done Gerald McBoing Boing and forgotten it. <laughs> but it's I mean, you're going to look up my Animal Crackers yeah. episode and go, "Who's this guy?" Except, didn't you do a show called Weirdos? You know, uh, for Mainframe, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. I got a couple of episodes of that. <laughs> I got one called Family Fuel that I want to have a word with you about. But the thing about Pixar is, like, it started up here, yeah, and it went down. So, like there you know like it's not like you kind of hope for like a, a steady rise and then then near the end it kind of falls apart but it's it's weird when you get to something like their mid-period is like blasé yeah it's weird when you get some, something like you know the incredibles 2 mm. and go uh you know it what'd you think of it it was all right but how was it oh it's great like it's like as a movie it's great technically i liked it a lot technically so. it's beautiful mm-hmm. uh bob odenkirk's in it he's a good villain yeah uh, lots of lots of really great stuff. What'd you think of it? Yeah, it was all right for me. Like it was, it not that impactful. Didn't really yeah. hit me hit me that hard. It didn't have the emotional heart of the film. It didn't yeah. have that scene of of the boy realizing he can run on water and laughing. It didn't have that sequence, and that it needed something like that in the movie yeah. to make to make to, just to make it that little bit. Extra. And I know. Listen, hey, again. Uh, you know, I was ra- I was raised Catholic, so again, I'm not judging any other religions. God damn it. <laughs> Every fucking topic we're doing. Um, <laughs> but when I saw Coco, and I know it's based on real beliefs. And again, yeah. it's it's gorgeous. Yeah. It is a beautiful, beautiful movie. I slept through a lot of it. It's sleep worthy. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's about the final sleep. That makes sense. <laughs> That's right, the big sleep. But conceptually, yeah. the, the one, the one uh, uh, thing that they like lay out is just so disturbing to me mm. that I'm just like, I can't enjoy this movie then. I can't enjoy it. The idea well, the, the, that... You'll be forgotten and you disappear? Yeah, when you are forgotten, yeah. uh, you will you will now cease to exist mm. for all eternity yeah. and just wander off into nothingness. Yeah. I see. <laughs> so in... so Holy shit! So even though that's just make-em-ups and you don't, you don't believe in it, but it, but within people the, believe in it. Yeah, that's the. But belief. within the world of the movie, it disturbs you so the much. The guilt, yeah, the guilt of the, like you better remember Grandma mm, yeah. or what happens. Grandma's going to go just into the ultimate blackness. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So we got to have a picture of Grandma up, and every day go like, "Hi, Grandma, we remember you." And great Grandma, and great great Grandma. Yeah, yeah, no shit. You better find out that family tree, otherwise, you know. And and guess what? It's coming for you, Jack. Yeah. You better do something. And it's like, okay, what if? Uh, should I do something horrible? Because if I do something horrible, I know the world will remember me. Yeah. You know, and then does that work that way? You know, I better become a movie star, you know, because then, you know, my movies will play forever. And if my movies play forever, then people will always be remembering me. And everyone will remember Jimmy Stewart every Christmas. They'll remember him. Uh, you know, and I'm sure there's ways around that. But, oh, my God, just the gimmick of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's an afterlife, but not forever. Yeah. 
just until your family, oh, you couldn't have kids? Oh, that's hard luck. Hard luck for you. <laughs> Fuck me. I didn't, I mean, I watched the film. I didn't really, I mean, it's just a make, it's just made up, so I don't, I don't really yeah. sweat it. <laughs> it's like in the world of the, of the movie, it's, this is very important, but in my life, I, I don't. But I'm it. assuming it's based on real faith things that are really believed. And if so, the guilt, the, the sheer amazing guilt. Yeah. God damn it. What happened? Oh, I lost the uh, the photo album. Oh, you did, huh? It's too bad. It's too bad for those relatives that we don't remember anymore then because you lost the photo album. Yeah, I guess it's a weird way to encourage. The, I mean, when you think about hoarding, <laughs> it's like a million. Because, you know, like. You threw away Grandma Shell, huh? That's a shame for her. I don't see it as much as I used to, but uh, cause probably because people don't have them anymore. But it used to be all the time, like you'd go to Valley Village or to any kind of thrift store, there would be photo albums. Yeah. Like someone just gave away their photo albums. And you'd look through and there'd be picture, family pictures and yep. vacation snaps yep. and stuff like that. And you're just like, wow, this was useless, worthless to someone. So worthless, they just gave it away so someone could peel the pictures out of it and throw them away and put their own in there. And, or, or unless they're just like, want these old pictures. And it's just, it's so weird that like, there's no value to that to someone. And maybe. Were you shopping at No Value Village? <laughs> yes, Valueless Village. Uh, and it's just weird. Like, yeah, no family values village. It's just like, yeah, there's no. <laughs> no family values village. It's just no. It's all pornography. It's, 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 well, it's just like, no, there's no value to the idea of, you know, like, someone at some point went through their grandma's. Mm-hmm. house or went through their mom's stuff and just went oh there's pictures of us when we were kids and stuff like that chuck just toss it yeah it's just so weird like that we have no meaning to you you know like and maybe there's bad feelings and stuff and you know who knows there's all the stories behind these things but yeah yeah what if you're a bad parent like me and your kids don't remember you oh my gosh i'm doomed yeah, yeah. no it's just it's just a off you go <laughs> into nothingness there's no listen every great every pixar movie has with it a horrific, horrific element to it. Mm. Uh, like uh, Toy Story, the idea of like, oh, you 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 threw away your toy, huh? Yeah. Because because if you're not looking, you, oh, I see. Yeah. You know, it's alive. We all feel guilty about that anyway. Yeah. It's just a natural part of oh, being a child. Oh, you know, child. you weren't playing with it because yeah. you got older. So mm-hmm. I guess it's uh, sad forever and weeping and yeah. incredibly depressed. Oh, by the way, it comes to life when you sleep. <laughs> Does, is that okay with you? You're all right and with inter- that? And they interact with each other. How's that, they, How's that work? They have a life that's separate from yours. Yeah, I mean... And I, yet somehow relies on you as well. Yeah, I love The Incredibles, but Jesus, that's a lot of murder. <laughs> Holy cow. That's so much murder that goes on in that. Oh, when he's doing testing the uh, machine. Yeah. No, 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 not testing the machine. Uh, like, they're solving, like, all... like. You know, you, you, what's his name? The the you know the bad guy. Yeah, kills just just kills well, all these uh, heroes. Yeah, because he's way. testing the machine. Like, oh, is that right? Is yeah. that how the reason? Because they're for fighting it? that machine and and is. Oh yeah, that's it. And yes, so that's correct. When yes. when one of them defeats it, then it's improved yes. and it gets better and better each time. And you know, one of the funniest sequences is all the deaths like, like with, by cape. With the cape. <laughs> yes, and it's just like Jesus. <laughs> if this was like a regular movie, like just yeah. regular movie. Yeah. This is a lot of gruesome <laughs> violence, sure. and it's like an all ages bit of business. And uh, <laughs> holy cow! And you know, a Monsters Inc. is like, mm. okay, you know, there's these monsters, yeah, and they're in the closet, and they yeah. come out and they terrify you. By the way, monsters are real, <laughs> yes, and they're hoping, and they've been to university. That's the most that's terrifying right. And then thing. they go to university, but just like, and they feed. <laughs> oh, by the way, they feed on your fear. They feed on your fear, also, your terror, and trauma. Weirder than your that. Your trauma is is their fuel. Weirder than that. 
they have Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they put on a Christmas show. Okay. So my question then <laughs> has to be this. Yes. Okay. All right. So was there a monster, Jesus Christ? Yes. Was there a no? Not not was there a monster, Jesus Christ? Because <laughs> yes. that is interesting. The idea. But like, okay, so Mary and Joseph yes. take baby Jesus home yeah. after after they're born, yes. put baby Jesus to bed, yeah. and there's a little space for clothes that's in their home. <laughs> yes. Does a monster come out of the closet oh, wow. and try to scare Jesus Christ yes. uh, in, in, the, in the crib and mm-hmm. when they're a baby and, yeah. you know... Does, Use that does, energy, or does a mo- or, or does the boss monster go? Hey guys, uh, that's the son of God. So we're gonna leave well enough alone. Can I scare Judas? Oh yeah, scare Judas. Go really jack up the yeah, Judas yeah. fear yeah. things. Okay, that's cool. Don't you know his last name? A scaredy uh, cat. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> here's here's why I think they ha- here's here's how Christmas came about in the Monsters Universe sure. thing is uh, because at one point they scared uh, an adult by mistake yeah and the adult went Jesus Christ <laughs> and uh, and they went oh, oh they important. thought I was Jesus Christ that's right. that's a very we should thing. look up who this is because they must be a monster let's look that up because that must be a really powerful monster mm. all right and they look it up and just go oh did you know about this yeah. no no and we should. Uh, yeah, we should probably worship that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's a monster, but uh, we should worship him. Yeah. When's his birthday? 25th. Of, all right, well, let's celebrate that. It really just shows the danger of like trying to be too coherent about these sort of things. Like like we've talked about before, Like it, just, it's, it was crazy to me in Cars 2 that there was a Pope Mobile. <laughs> like, who does, what does that mean then? Like, if, there's, if it's like a post-apocalyptic world where cars yeah. have become like sentient beings and yeah. people are gone. Yeah. But they still have a Pope Mobile. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, I can justify. <laughs> All right. What is... Okay, so people... Well... And maybe now, it wasn't... Maybe it's not a post-apocalyptic world. Maybe they just evolved as cars in this, on this planet. And at some point in the past, there was a car, Jesus Christ, who was crucified on yeah, a cross. It's possible. And is the savior of a certain segment of the world. What do you call those lifts that they do uh, in repair shops? Is it just a lift? It's a lift, yeah. It was, it was nailed to a lift. It was nailed to a lift. Nailed to a lift. Yeah. Race in the air. Okay, there's a couple of ways cars could work. Yeah. We are making the assumption that there's no people in this world. Okay, we're making that assumption. Oh, okay, so you think it's like there are people, but... But they're, the only time the cars can come to life is Toy Story rules okay. when the people aren't looking. Oh. So like either people are in their <laughs> that home... That sounds pretty impossible. Yeah, you know what? People wouldn't be looking at any time. Here's, here's what I actually think of. I'm doing the cars world. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I think. Okay. Uh, they're toys. These okay. Are, these are a bunch of toy cars. Yeah. And these are some of the toy cars that were like, you know, set in the backyard or what have you. And so and so because they are by by toy rules, yeah. uh, because like their people or whatever aren't looking yeah. at them, they come to life, they think they're fucking cars. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they? And there you go. So, you know, yeah, it was a little toy mobile and it comes to life. Because <laughs> so the the people think that's why there's a sushi restaurant. Mm. When again the sushi restaurant makes no sense either. Yeah. Because you would have a little uh you know, like like people who are trained people. You know, they've got uh, you know, the, the, the setups for the businesses and whatever around. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense anyway. How so? Well, they don't have opposable thumbs. So how are they how are they lifting? How are they making things? How no, do they... they don't make the things. The things are 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 uh, 
you know, it's like a train uh, person, right? Yeah. A train person puts the train down. Yeah. They build the village. Yeah. They build everything around it. Yeah. And like they go to sleep. Now the train comes to life, and okay. the train thinks it's a world of trains. Yeah. The train doesn't know there's people. Yeah. How would the train fucking know that? Yeah. Yeah. The only time uh, the train like uh, you know goes dormant. Is when the well, yeah, they have the fucking rules about they actually can yeah, see things. They have to can see because then they in Toy Story they know yeah, they know. I got the no idea. Sorry, <laughs> that's funny. I thought we had now with the, their toy cars, but it doesn't make sense because in that world, I mean, there clearly are like the sushi restaurant is what makes the least amount of sense. There is a sushi restaurant. <laughs> okay, so it's like, do they eat fish? Yeah. What the fuck is that about? Yeah. What the fuck is like the, the sushi well, restaurant? Well, they like the fish oil. Yeah. Is it just fish oil? Yeah, that's all they want. Oh, maybe it's fish oil. Yeah. WD, WD-40, which is fish oil. Is it? Yeah. Oh. There you go. Why is that a thing? <laughs> also, Don't I'm not, eat it. But I'm it's, not big uh, on the inside out thing where it's a bunch of things in our heads that have their own thoughts. Yeah. And it's like... And once again, and memories can be destroyed. Oh, Jesus in that, Christ. In that part of... Part yeah, of our, I mean, Whatever look, part of us. I know you tug at the old heartstrings, but give me a fucking break. <laughs> You're killing Richard Kind as like a lovable fucking elephant? <laughs> Is he going to go to the Coco World now? <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Yeah, they got it. Yeah. I mean, all of these are infinitely more disturbing than Up, which still has one of the saddest openings of all time. But at least that one has the decency to get it out of the damn way. Yeah. Just like, oh. And then be really funny after that. Yeah, and then be really funny. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. But, you, but because they've set up that like, hey, you know what? There's natural causes. Shit. Okay, now we've grounded this world. Yeah. And uh, there you go. What I think that animated films, whether it's Pixar or, or Disney or whoever, what they miss, what they lack now is the really scary sequence that freaked you out when you were a kid. Okay. They just don't, they don't have them in the movies anymore. All right. You know? Give me an example of a really scary sequence that freaked you out as a kid. Uh, going to, well, I could. I'm going to go Willy Wonka and the uh, chocolate factory that's, and, that's the, uh, and the tunnel. The wicked. The, Cutting a fucking chicken's head off? Stop the, it. <laughs> the queen, the queen turning into a. Uh, Evil old woman and bringing an apple snow away that terrified me as a kid. Okay. Um, the uh, s- the sequence in Dumbo when uh, Dumbo's mom goes goes wild and it gets. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's so it's so disturbing. Yeah, that's so disturbing because it's so grounded. Yeah. The there's a lot. I mean, all of them had stuff in them that was scary to you as a kid. Like when you look at it now, you're not that scared. If I watched Toy Story as a kid, I would have been terrified of the spike in his bedroom and all that. That whole sequence of the toys that are mutilated by him and all that. That would have been just nightmare to me. Right. You know. Um, yeah. There's lots of examples. It's of a that. weird. That's a weird too. Morals like, hey, don't be creative. Just play by the rules. The evil teddy bear and. Uh, yeah, I liked him. Ed Asner and uh, Toy Story Three. I liked him because 3. he pretended to be your friend. Yeah. That's that's the scarier one. It's not the <laughs> yeah. Is is someone who's like, hey, I'm your I'm your buddy. I'm yeah. your pal. And also, that's just a good lesson for kids. Is like, you know, <laughs> someone who yeah. appearances can be deceiving. Appearances can be deceiving. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. I remember, yeah, it was all don't talk to strangers when we were kids, and mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot better to also have had and also. Yes. You know, people you know could also be dangerous. People you know, <laughs> trusted people that you know, yeah. you know, gonna... sometimes, you know, when someone, when someone is, you know, does mm-hmm. not live up to your trust, yeah. tell someone you trust yeah. and, uh, and deal with that. Yeah. But that was never really part no, of it. No, it wasn't part of it, wasn't it? Was it at all? No, no one really thought of it. I mean, probably it was a shock to, to parents too. You can't trust a priest? Mm-hmm. My gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's a part of the movies that was, you know, that was 
terrifying, but also thrilling as a kid, you know, sure. something that you remembered and made all the other parts of the film, you know, feel a different way, you know, because they weren't scary. They were exhilarating or they were fun or whatever. Yeah. But you had this moment in the film where you were so concerned with or so terrified of or whatever that, you know, whether it's uh, Donkey Island or, or uh, you know, Dumbo's mom being taken away. These mm-hmm. things that, you know, just stick in your mind as being like horror, horrible moments. This is, this is interesting because like this was something I found out this, this week uh, was I was talking to my therapist and uh, the the subject of my hallucinations when I was a kid okay. got brought up. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the reason I slept with, like, the lights on mm-hmm. was because if I would wake up and it was pitch black, I would see things. Like, my okay. dreams would not turn off. Uh, and the worst situation was whenever there was a blackout, uh, a sudden power outage, things would just climb out of the walls at me. It would be instant hallucination, like, m- immediately. Wow. And things would be coming to get me. And it was just uh, horrifying. Yeah. And so uh, I was telling her about this. And uh, she went, oh, yeah, that's uh, not uncommon with uh, CPTSD. Like uh, kids that uh, have that, yeah, they'll hallucinate and Mm. they'll do that. And the weird thing was I had never connected the kind of abuse that I had with the hallucinations. In fact, I thought the hallucinations were something that was just me. Mm. And it was something that annoyed my parents. So they were almost sort of justified in being mad at me over it because it was something I was just making up, you know, and it was like, no, no, no. It was all just part of the same thing. And it's like looking back on it now after she said that, of course it fucking was. Yeah. Of course that connected with that and that's what that was and that was that was. But yeah, for some reason I just thought it was like that was a broken part of me that was my fault. And uh, and yeah, it was just basically I thought of it as a weakness of, of me that my the brain was just wrong. Yeah, and yeah. like it would just start running these movies and uh-huh. stuff when uh when when that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it must it was, have been a nice feeling when she told you that. It's, yeah, it was like it was it was it, the way I described it to her was it's like having this gigantic jigsaw puzzle. Yes. And you know, you're in your 50s and someone gives you a piece. Yeah. Like a, another piece that you're like, "Oh yeah. Put that down." Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's not good that you went through it, but it's good. no. It's no. It's it nice having a wor- a name for it, and yeah. like her saying, you know, the complex uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Uh, just learning about that a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. was was yeah. I was like, okay, so this is again because you do you do feel like I should be able to shake this off. I should be, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you know this is not a physical limitation. I'm not missing a leg. Well, you know, I, yeah. it's a mental thing. So listen. Instead of being scared of this, yeah. or instead of like, ugh, you know, jerking back and being like nervous and 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 being like overly vigilant about shit, yeah, don't. Mm-hmm. How about don't? How about you know when you say, say it to someone, they go, "Oh, you don't have anything to worry about with that." Mm. Believe them, yeah, and yeah. go, "You're right. I shouldn't believe." The, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's a you know, I've got this hyper vigilance. Like tomorrow again, I'm doing this kind of uh, tea for my wife, and you're invited. Uh, I'm telling you now. <laughs> Thanks for a bit of a surprise. Short notice. Yeah, very short. Yeah. It's formal. <laughs> um, it? Oh my gosh. But you know, I've text. got the hypervigilance of mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like I've got like my dad always used to get mad when things weren't uh, clean. Yeah. You know, someone's gonna go, Hey, what's with the da da and no one gives a fucking shit. No one gives two shits of nothing. You know, worst case scenario, I like make all the sandwiches and I realize I made them with, oh, I made poison in all of them. We order a pizza and no one gives a shit. Yeah. It's all fucking fine. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in my mind, what I just wrote before this started was I've got to change my mindset 
from things have to be perfect to things have to be welcoming. Mm. I just want to have a welcoming environment for people so when they come in, they feel like, oh, I've got a place to sit and talk. i got a little something to eat. i got a little something to drink. And I can talk to people. Some who are, I already know. Some people I don't know. But everyone here is nice and everyone's open to a conversation. Blah, blah, blah. We're having a nice time. Yeah. Instead of, oh, my God, did I dust enough? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my bookshelf. It's got a bunch of stuff on it. Oh, damn it. Oh, God. The stuff that no one notices. Yeah. No one gives a hell of a damn yeah, about no one yeah cares. exactly no one cares but yeah it's 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 going back to Except my, my mom. dad my mom cares would, that's the only person yeah moms would care yeah that's the only person they'll they'll yeah what they'll would, be happily point out that stuff to you but yeah else. when you when you finally do learn oh what would the neighbors think <laughs> nothing <laughs> they would think nothing about it yeah. they would not care at all yeah Unless there was a dead goat in your living room, they don't give a shit. And even then, they'd go, do you need help taking that dead goat out? And then you take the dead goat out and you yeah. move on with your fucking lives. That's right. Let me put the carpet over the pentagram here. Right. Yeah. And because it's the 70s, you start the key party. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's in, in, Well, it's it's so interesting to me how, you know, like when you read about World War One or World War Two, you know, there was things about people who were, you know, had... Um, shell shock and, and things they would talk about those but they ha- had no understanding of like post-traumatic stress disorder they had no concept of it at all like there was weakness and i've talked about i've talked about this in the past but i'll talk about it again just please just thinking about like in the 70s when you know they're trying to explain the suffering that vietnam vets were going through you know and they're you know they're talking about agent orange and this and that and you know causing all these physical stuff and you're like and when you, you know, I remember reading about that, and it wasn't until later on when I was re- reading about post-traumatic stress disorder, I'm like, oh, all those people, it wasn't or Agent Orange, it wasn't the uranium-depleted bullets in, 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 in Bosnia. It was, it's PTSD that's affecting these people. It doesn't just have a mental element, it has a physical element, too, that affects us, you know, that affects our health. And it's just, it's great, it's good that we can now see and talk about trauma as something that isn't just an isolated thing or something that we get over because mm-hmm. if you have something like generational trauma you know it's not something that's easy to get over it's hard for people to get past these things you know and it takes a real effort for us to to you know make make these sort of changes and confront ourselves and also you know the, our past and it's you know it's not an easy thing it's interesting i was talking well i was talking with we were talking with uh someone i don't want to say who they were, but in, a, in our extended family, who went through a very rough childhood, very rough childhood, and came out of it damaged, obviously. And, you know, there was a lot of abuse and stuff like that. And for this person, you know, they go, it came into a situation where suddenly they were a parent. And it wasn't a gen- gradual thing. You know, it wasn't like, you know, oh, I'm pregnant or, you know, now we're going to have kids. It was just like, now you're a parent. And now you have to you know parachute into this situation and now you're a parent and this person had a lot of trouble with this you know and went through years of of you know conflict with 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 the kids and stuff like that because they couldn't escape their past sure you know yeah and finally they went and had went through, through counseling and stuff like that and learned to let go of all these things this sort of just let it go. These aren't important. It doesn't matter that dishes are in the bedroom. It doesn't matter that someone hasn't washed the dishes. It's not, it's not important. That isn't the worst thing in the world, you know. And I was talking to with the girls about it who also were kind of, I don't want to say victims, but were affected by this as well uh, because, you know, they're part of the family. 
And they and we were talking about it, and they said, yeah, like it was hard for us because we never dealt with that. You know, we didn't grow up in that kind of situation. Maybe if that was part of our our upbringing, we could have been like, oh, you do this when this happens, or this is what this means. We didn't know. You know, suddenly we're just someone's really angry, and we don't know why because that's not part of our life. You know, and yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. It's, it's uh, I think you know everyone seems to be fine now, but. But I know, and I, I know the stories of this person's upbringing, and they're, yeah. they're horrifying. And so I have no, I cannot blame them for, sure. for carrying some of this into life. But also, how great it is that they're able to to step back from it and look at themselves and realize I'm not working in this situation. I need to change myself because, and not just my daughters, but uh, my nephews are great people. You know, you have to step back. If you have to step back and to see that, that's fine. You know, yeah. Like, you know, because sometimes it's hard when you get dropped into a situation. You're a stranger. There's, you have to build bridges. You have to, you know, make connections and stuff. And, and it takes a while before you're accepted. And then, you know, you've already now you've already kind of built a bit of a shell around yourself because, you know, you don't want to get hurt by being rejected by these new people. And now, now what do you do? So, yeah, it's all it's interesting. I wonder. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, again, one generation from now, just because we've got so many things being talked about almost like so constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering though if the 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 full stories are being talked about or if people are just trying to put together a, a front as always in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. again the what if what would the neighbors think? So you put the clean house and the, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the big yeah. shine. Yeah, yeah. But it's not necessarily what your family really is. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. You know, but the and the same sure. thing, you know, for your Instagram account. Yeah. You're going and you're talking every day online. Yeah. But are you saying what's real? Yeah. You know, or are you just putting together this, this yeah, you front? Could have for that safety? like that Ruby Frank YouTube lady who was just arrested for child abuse. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. But oh, go ahead. yeah. Well, I mean, I just know the generalities of it. But, you know, there was starvation of kids. There was, uh, you know, they were uh, tied up or, you know. Jesus, and, okay. And stuff like that. And uh, But she presented on YouTube this very happy household. Yeah. You know, of the kids, of course, were disciplined because that was part of her shtick was, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you have to discipline your kids and you have to, you know, spanking's okay and this and that, you know, because you have to have discipline in kids' lives. Otherwise, they're going to run roughshod but you know the truth was it was terrible you know it wasn't you know not just some mild you know spanking which i'm not a big fan of but you know if that's your thing like you know whatever but but yeah when it becomes absolute absolute abuse you know of of you know where you're you know you're you're locking your kids up in cages and all that kind of stuff like you know it's just horrifying fortunately someone who built the cage reported to the police and it took a while for the police to actually go and investigate it, of course, because police have lots of things on their plate. Yeah. And, you know, and someone say, oh, I built a cage for someone. Then, you know, they're like, for a dog or, you know, well, but it had like living quarters in it. Like, it, <laughs> you know, it wasn't for dogs. Uh, so, I've, yeah. I've got a couple of people that I'm friends with who have been through horrors, like yeah. horror horrors. Yeah. And they, uh, the uh, one one aspect that just, Come, comes across mm. over and over again is is you know as much as they know it's not their fault it's their fault there's a yeah. bit of it's their fault yeah it's because it. because it's that's a very hard and i've got a bit of that too i haven't in any way have that level yeah and it's not a contest so i shouldn't but uh yeah. but yeah it's the idea of like you know but if you'd been better yeah you know if you hadn't been so complainy mm. if you hadn't you know wanted that thing and wouldn't shut up about well, it. well yeah you're still you're still negotiating yeah. with, with your well, parents why were you walking yeah. in the woods that day well why were you doing that <laughs> yeah, why yeah. didn't you say something earlier why mm. didn't you da? Yeah. yeah yeah and it's like because you're a fucking kid because you were a, a child and everyone else did it well and 
and you know, I I'm just gonna stop stop with like you were a kid. Yeah. The end. Yeah. You know. I just mean there's nothing yeah. unusual about yeah. you as a kid. There wasn't like you were a bad kid. Yeah, that's you true. Know? You you walk through the woods. Every every kid did that. And if you said to if you said to this person, yeah, you know, or these people I know, yeah, you know, so did other kids that had that happen to them? Do they deserve it? Yeah. I was like, of course not. Yeah. Okay. So it's just <laughs> you, but you know, it's very difficult. It's to, hard. It's very difficult to take your own agency out of your own story, mm. and you are you are the protagonist. Yeah. And the idea that uh, you're going along and random shit happens to you yeah. and that affects your life. Mm-hmm. That's even more terrifying than you know. Uh, you know, you did this and you deserved it. Mm-hmm. Much more random is much is much worse than. Uh, you know, you're, uh, well, yeah, just then, then, uh, German style consequences, yeah. <laughs> you know, you were yeah. sucking your thumb. Hey, well, got your thumb cut off. Okay. And it's not just a rando that's coming around cutting kids thumbs off. No, it was cause I was sucking my thumb. Okay. You feel better with that story? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a weird thing from a, of a different generation. Like if you're caught, like if you ate some potato, <laughs> some raw potato, they'd be like, you know, you get worms from that, right? And that was the thing that parents would say if you're right. eating raw potato. Well, no, you don't get worms from eating raw potato. Like, why, 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 why are you even saying that to someone? But that's just the way of stopping sure. you from eating the potato because you don't want to get worms. Hey, have you seen uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Each of these kids has uh, <laughs> has uh, some some problems and uh, flaw. Anyway, they all get a lot of vengeance and yeah, uh, yeah, horrible yeah. things happen to them. Yeah, as they should. Sure, it's justified. It's all fine. And yeah. the one kid who's good, he gets everything in the world, and it's all fine. Okay. Feels like maybe if all those kids kind of were running the factory, they all have a different aspect to things. Maybe that would be a better uh, ending to this. Mm. What do you What do you think, Mister Doll? No, 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 no. <laughs> really? Because because kids love kids love this, so that's that's what it's about, yeah. really. But but let me let me pitch you this idea though. Right now is the idea that like all of those kids, mm. if he didn't kill them all or whatever he did, they all went for squeezing, yeah, or whatever. They all uh, have a have an element to them that would make, if you combine all these kids, a perfect group to run a business. Mm. Like, hey, the kid who likes all that television. Yeah. He'd be good for advertising this stuff on television. He knows a lot about what kids like for television. Yeah. He could make you some really good commercials probably. Yeah. What do you think about Gloop Kid? Oh, fuck. That kid loves chocolate so much. Really does, huh? He's the kind of guy who would like test chocolate, really like chocolate, really tell you what the good chocolate is. That's what his thing is. Well, you better throw him in a tube <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe he could run the fucking chocolate thing because he yeah. seems to really know. He's a German kid who really knows his way around chocolate. You mm. can do that. And every one of the other fucking kids. Yeah. You know, hey, there's a kid here who's uh, really greedy and uh, she wants everything and she wants it now, now, now. Well, I don't know. It seems like that she'd make the, the trains run on time in this fucking place. <laughs> How about that? Know you know, I'd want she's her not for a boss, but yeah. You wouldn't want her for a boss. <laughs> You're right. You wouldn't want her for the only boss. Yeah. But as someone, you know, you want someone like that in your business, probably, you know, to deal with competitors yeah, and whatnot. You, you need a hard ass. Because there's other assholes that are out there <laughs> who are, you know, uh, who are looking to steal sure. things. And you want someone who's selfish who's going to protect those things. Yeah. Every one of these characters would be a great uh, business person, uh, you know, the whole to where all of the factory is now being run by kids. With all these things that are flaws, but what Willie can see is these flaws in the outside world are strengths in this factory, and now they all have a sense of purpose, and now they're all happy, and all the parents are happy, and everything's great. Throw up my hands, walk out of the room. That's my pitch. <laughs> Bye. 
And Roald Dahl goes, I think it's funny if he falls in the chocolate and gets sucked up a tube. That's hilarious. <laughs> if the girl like swells up because she uh, she was really she really liked all the different flavors of things and she loved tasting things. <laughs> Turned purple. And her yeah. name was Violet. It's, yeah. Know, what happened to yeah, Veruca Salt? Yeah, wasn't her thing like that she just, what was her flaw? Like she just liked chewing gum? Yeah, I think, that, or it was Veruca Salt who liked chewing gum. One of them was a snappy sort of The one, who, chewed, sort of the one who turned into a blueberry. That's Violet Beauregard. Right, right. So she was the gum chewer. And okay. like they gave her the flavor gum oh, that that's like right. goes all the different meals. And then she enjoyed the blueberry and it made her a blueberry. And then she got off to be squoes. Well, she wasn't she, supposed to eat that because it, in, in, uh, it was still in its beta mode. Right. So she's yeah. someone that doesn't mind trying new things, <laughs> right? That's a good thing for your sure. company. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, you can... You, Fuck, I like my you, story more. You can rate your Willy Wonka in the efficient chocolate factory. Well, I'll tell you, they've got the new Wonka thing coming out right now, which yeah. is getting good reviews. Well, it should, because it's by the director of Paddington and Paddington 2. Right. So I'm I'm so. expecting it's not going to be a Saw-like fucking story again, where all these kids <laughs> join Willy and well, like... it's a prequel, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, you know, this is where he learns to set traps. That's where he and, learns that... I mean, they're not traps. The kids... The kids do it to themselves by by disobeying. No, they're traps. No, no, no. Yeah, they are. A hundred percent, they're traps. I don't remember. But I mean, I haven't read the book. Okay, I'm gonna kid, I'm, I'm gonna spoil Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. Are you factor. talking about the movie or are you talking about the book? Because they're probably about, a little different. But uh, I think they're. I think one's called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and the other one's called Willy Wonka. Yeah, and you're the chocolate not wrong. Factory, that so. is that's absolutely true. So yeah, you're you're correct. <laughs> they probably have a different. But uh, both of the stories have yeah. the same through line, mm. as does the Johnny Depp fucking one. Except for his dad's a dentist, and let's forget about that. Um, <laughs> where he's oh, leading the kids through temptations. Yeah, and each of the he knows the kids' temptations. Okay, and so uh, they succumb to the temptations, which are traps. Yeah, until there's only one kid, and he gets tempted. He gets but, tempted too because he eats the uh, flying gum, the bubble gum, or whatever. Where they, they he, do, he in the does air. he does do that, but his big temptation is. You know, uh, oh, the guy wants a ticket, wants by the or the recipe or whatever. He wants the secret. Yeah. So, like, will you, will you, because you're now mad at me? Yeah. Will you give him the secret? And he goes, No, I'm not going to give him the secret. Yeah. You know, that's not mine to give. I'm not going to give it to him. Aha. Yeah. You know, it the the thing he didn't get in trouble for doing the gas. That's not in the book. That, that okay. Whole, that whole section. But let's go. Let's go. That like with a though. with a the movie then. Yeah. Is uh you know he's not in trouble for doing the gas. Yeah. That's just a reason yeah. to get Willie mad at him, so that you know he'll go, hey, listen, uh, there's nothing uh in front of you that you could benefit uh from uh, being on my side now. Yeah. The only reason you would do this is because it's the ethical thing to do. There's sure. nothing besides ethics for for you to do this, and he does the ethical thing, and Willie goes, okay. Mm-hmm. So shines a good deed in, the, in, the, in this weary world. Mm. Uh, there you go. You get the you get the factory. Let's go. Let's go meet some vermicious canids. What are vermicious canids again? It's in the second uh, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Yeah, that sounds familiar. The, the, the alien beings that they've okay. They I did. I did read that, but yeah. it was a long, long time ago. Of course, I, all I remember right now is vermicious canids. And then that's I had I to had to move on to to read like how to eat fried worms. Oh well, I guess that's a. Survival wasn't hand- as good survival wasn't. handbook no it was uh, just a book just a just a kid story <laughs> sure yeah sure all right uh, all right uh i'd want to say one thing okay you can uh, say one thing uh, uncle charlie in uh charlie and chocolate factory right isn't that his name no what's his no. uncle's name or his uncle grandpa name? grandpa what joe grandpa joe okay sorry what about him oh i just i, I knew charlie okay very good yeah. oh because of uh, i see what you're saying <laughs> uh taking it about in a circle everyone uh, by the way, I'm going to throw out a plug for um, 
Jesse uh, the Body Ventura. Jesse something Fox is a book comedy book. It's a oh, okay. amazing book on Jesse comedy. Aaron Fox. What's that? Jesse Aaron Fox. Mm, don't think so. Oh, okay, I thought that's. What it was. I want to say David. I want to say Jesse David Fox. I gotta look it up. I, I oh, okay. You can look it up. Okay, unless you want to look it up. No, I was gonna say. Well, if you want to start reading, I can. Uh, okay. I think it's but time I'm, we move to listeners' letters. I, I, I do, but I want to say one... Yeah, Jesse David Fox, but I just want to say this one thing first. Okay. Which was, he has a great section in the book about uh, comedy bad boys mm. and how all these comedy bad boys that are out there uh, are all bad boys in the exact same way. Okay. And now, this week, uh, Matt Reif is trending on you know the internet or whatever for his Netflix but... special. Okay. And uh, it, after reading that chapter of that book, uh, oh my gosh! It's exactly huh? this. It's again. It's the same kind of hacky, you know, thing. That's always the bad boys are always the same. Mm. You know, they act the rebel, but they are so not the rebel. Okay. And I was just watching. Uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, she's a stand-up comedian that I like. Anyway, she she and her uh, friend uh, Lori Kilmartin uh, were talking. Jackie Cation, uh, we're talking about how when they both saw the special, they both turned it off in, a, in about 15 minutes and just went, I've seen all this before. Mm. I've seen this take before. Yeah. You know, there should be, they, they want to provide, both of them are saying, we want to provide a service where if you're a comedian, you could run your act by us and we'll go, yeah, in the 90s, you know who did that? That was a Dave <laughs> Talbot. <laughs> and their take on it is, is just like a, a hack bit. And it's I like, guess if that's, I mean... I mean, that's the problem with comedy, of course, is that there's a new generate, there's a new audience that doesn't know Dave Attell, and it's all fresh to them. Yeah. They're not going to judge it from that. That's that's a way they don't care. Yeah, you know, and that comedian probably be the same way. I don't care. Could be. Is Dave Attell doing that material now? No. But if you're trying to play that you're the rebel and the oh, newcomer well, yeah. and yeah, the yeah. fresh fucking new thing, <laughs> of course. But you're fresh to the people who are fresh to it. You know, like every generation has its. It's fresh tomatoes who want to be uh, squirrel rotten. Oh, I like the fresh tomatoes bet. That's nice. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking here as to uh, as to what's new on these uh, on these letters because we got a couple of uh, uh, emails and uh, messages from the show before last week, and uh, just reading here about Zeus. Yeah, there we go. We did those. Did Nina, we read, Nina did, read Nina read um, did did Matthew's Nina story? read uh, Todd P Emerson's uh... No, that is a new one. Okay, then there there we go. So our questions two weeks ago uh, were uh, what should our twelve year plan be? And using advanced AI, what lost media would you like to recover or reproduce? Todd P Emerson writes: Hola sneakers, long time first time. Uh, if I were to use AI to recreate a lost project, it would be to manifest the 2012 Three Stooges movie with the same script and directors. But with the cast I uh, heard, heard about originally, okay. I heard about this too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Benicio Del Toro was Mo, uh-huh. Sean Penn as Larry, wow. and Jim Carrey as Curly. Only so the... Sean Penn would be using his hair from Carlito's Way. Okay, the sure. Everyone, uh, who, everyone who loves Cur- Carlito's Way like me knows what I'm, knows. It's a great joke. Uh, only the latter of that trio sounds like appropriate casting, <laughs> but I expect Sean Hayes as Larry uh, to work as well as it uh, turned out in the original film. So what do I know? So Sean Hayes, who does who is Sean Hayes in the original? Sean film? Hayes was Larry. Okay. In the uh, Sean Hayes, who was on that sitcom. Yes, with uh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, and he played Larry. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Let me. Okay. Listen. That is an odd. That is that is odd casting. I'm not dis, dis, I'm not disagreeing, but because I think Jim Carrey is also odd casting in that because I'm assuming Jim Carrey is playing the. Will Sasso was uh, Curly. Yeah, I'm getting that and right. that makes sense, like physically, and he's a comedian. Right. Is that so terrible? 
Mm-hmm. And I just want to remind people, and, when you're thinking about Sean Penn in a comedy, that there's a movie called We're No Angels. Yes, there with is. Sean Penn and Robert De Niro. That was shot in Vancouver. And they're no comedians. Woo! Although, I mean, I shouldn't say that, because Sean Penn is great in um, Fast Times at Richmond High. It's just yeah. Spicoli. That is a great performance. But I don't know if it's a comedy performance. It's a dramatic performance in a comedy movie. Right. The same way his in Sweet and Lowdown, which I also think is a comedy, it is a dramatic performance by, by Sean Penn in a comedy. Well, listen, I know what you're doing when you're mentioning uh, that movie. Yes. Uh, you're trying That's, to, you're you're trying trying to get me to mention, refresh my memory. <laughs> of course I am. The new episode just dropped you did. Uh, you know, a little while ago, and they talk about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And I hope there's the appropriate, appropriate amount of praise for Sean Penn's performance as Jeff Spicoli, so which much pretty so much created a, a, a character that, like, for Pauly Shore to continue to play and absolutely. all kinds of... And Encino Man or whatever else came out that it kind of played on It was the male version of the uh, Valley Girl character. Sure. Uh, you know, um, he uh, Yeah, Mo- uh, Mooney and Zappa. Mooney and Zappa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you don't really see that. There's a movie Valley Girl with, with um, Nick, Cage. Nick Cage. But you don't really get that character, like that exaggerated moon unit version of it in that movie. It's much, it's, it's more Were of a romantic. Were you bringing up Nick Cage because uh, Nick uh, Coppola? Is in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, exactly. which gets has mentioned a small role uh, in the refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They look a lot alike, by the way. Before his, lo- before uh, his uncle asked him to change his name. Well, I don't know about that. I just know <laughs> that Nicholas Coppola and Nicholas Cage look a lot alike. They to do me. look a lot alike, hey? Both yeah. Kind of long faced. All right. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, uh, Chris uh, Diam, <sighs> Diamatopoulos. Anyway, he's, he's Mo. You'd look at him, you'd go, oh, yeah, he was in that thing. Anyway, but Will Sasso does a very good job as Curly yeah. in that film. Uh, and now we're going back to the letters. Had to go away. And sorry, sorry Todd. We really really derailed your letter there. Apologies. Okay. I'm sure Del Toro and Penn would have been up to the challenge uh, had they stayed with the project. You know what they should have done in all this drama? So all the same like Three Stooges type mm. stuff, but yeah. just like real heavy dramatic acting and brutal <laughs> violence with a lot of consequences and they never heal yeah, yeah. from the things. Sounds good. Uh, both of them are very good actors, but past performance does not guarantee future results. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Like we've had good podcasts in the past and yes. then today, this. Um <laughs> If AI can't it, uh, handle that simple, simple request, yeah. then I'll simply build a device like what Mr. Spock used to peer into an alternate future where the Ratsies won World War II in the original series episode yeah. when he and Captain Kirk... Sorry, were... are those the Ratsies from H.R. Puff and stuff? There's just one Ratsie. Oh, just one Ratsie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, when he and Captain Kirk were trapped in... Uh, and by the way, it was just Puff and stuff. It's not H.R. Puff and stuff. The His ra- name is Puff and stuff, but H.R. is the human resources... Uh, he runs Human Resources. HR Puff and Stuff is the name of the television series. Oh, okay. Puff and Stuff is the name of the film. Yeah. The Nazi rat yeah. only, the work for Martha Ray, yeah. denture wearer, uh, <laughs> only worked uh, yes. in the, uh, only appeared in the movie. Okay. But not a lot of name, Nazi regular characters on the, Saturday morning characters. What's the name of the dragon character from HR Puff and Stuff? Oh, well, it depends. Are you his friend? I am his friend. HR. Oh, he is HR. Yeah, if you're not his friend, puff and stuff. He's like Mr. And puff if, and stuff and if, and it, or okay. or yeah. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor. Okay. Okay. Or fire chief. He's also the a, fire chief. This is a common joke I make at work. Yes, sir. That only I enjoy because I am an old person and everyone else is young. And I, I just say I'm going to take this to HR. Puff and stuff. Nice. And, and then, then you do some heavy lifting. <laughs> and, I do some and you know what? <laughs> you know what else is heavy? That's lifting? heavy lifting. That joke. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Okay. <laughs> For me, anyway, because it gets blank stares every time. And yet, it doesn't stop me. Yeah. 
Nothing stops me yeah. from making dumb jokes. Yeah. Not even hosting a podcast. A lot of people uh, wrote swear words on the escalator, but uh, Dave took it off, and now, like him, when this, it's all blank stares. Um, when uh, when uh, he, Captain Kirk and Spock were trapped in the Great Depression era USA yeah. and met uh, Al- Alexis Carrington. There you go. From There's Dynasty. a reference. Oh, a Dynasty, Dynasty reference. <laughs> so I can uh, finally see the results of the cast in that movie. Shoulder if none pads. of that comes to fruition... Yep. I just use AI to create a retroactive law, which will sentence to death anyone who doesn't add periods in the initialism uh, AI. Oh. Whenever I see it spelled out, just I, uh, especially <laughs> when uh, uh, sans uh, serif font is used, yeah. my mind tends to think the writer is referencing Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. Uh, confusion then sets in as I find myself wondering why Al is causing so many problems for Hollywood actors and writers. Well, he's just doing parodies of their work before yeah, they do the actual work. Yeah, that's the problem. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Tomlin. All right. Now we're going to take ourselves... Is that what she said? And that's the truth. Was I thought the, the whole truth. That's the whole no, no, truth. No, no. No, it is the truth. Just, and that's the truth. Oh. And that's the truth. <laughs> That was your thing. <laughs> Not the whole truth. Oh, I thought it was the whole truth. Nope. Well, what do I know? No, nope. you say that's the whole truth. That's where you're getting those blank stares mm. from all the kids who really love the uh, <laughs> laugh-in laughing references. Yes. yes, all those 20-year-olds and you know, when you're 19-year-old peering uh, around the uh, one plant and going, very interesting. <laughs> and they're like, what's he doing? I think he's playing that Nazi from yeah. HR Puffin stuff. And then you go, oh, no, excuse me, uh, that was not, there's a lot of problems with what you just said. Yeah. Uh, the guys on the floor, the, the one person who would have got any of my references, well, the two people are both gone now, so sad. Sounds like murder. No, just attrition. Attrition is what's... Okay. The natural course of events of life and business. And murder. Yep. Murder was the original heavy lifting. <laughs> you had to get the body out of it. It is. It's a lot of work. So we asked one question last week. Well... You know, we were driving in a car. And, we, and our and question we, was, how's this sound? <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't hear that. What? <laughs> but uh, we asked, uh, is school better now? Mm. And it's not too late to answer that if you uh, didn't hear it last week because <laughs> you didn't get to the end. Listen, that's fine. If you want to answer that now, knock yourself out. Edward Jurgansky somehow listened to the whole thing. Oh, my gosh, Edward, I'm so sorry. I think it would have been okay on headphones. I don't think it's a show you could listen to like... On speaker, like a okay. speaker situ- situation. Uh, Edward writes, Hello, my nomadic well. sneakers. And to Nina, too. Always nice to hear her soothing voice on the show. And I didn't trip her up with any swearing. Well, that's nice. Uh, I feel like I have a bit of insight to the current uh, state of public education. Since both my kids are teachers. Oh, there you go. You got oh. that in common. Yeah, uh, at least in my area. Uh, the glaring difference that makes uh, learning better today is the inclusivity and collaboration that was missing from when I was growing up. My son Alec has explained to me that even his art class has a curriculum that reflects what the other classes are teaching so that the school's education is well-rounded as a whole. The teachers meet every month to align their lesson plans to ensure this. We never had anything like that. We learned during a time when the schools were trying out new techniques and other subjects were left behind because of the focus on some new method like uh, Chisenbop or SRA reading kits. Thanks to that, I have a third grade level of geography. For all I know, Vancouver is in Eastern Asia. <laughs> going to leave that one alone. Uh, that doesn't keep me from my wide-eyed interest in maps. I feel like I'm learning where uh, stuff is for the first time. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Edward asks. 
What's Mary's take on this kind of stuff since she's in education? Is Eve a teacher too? I forget. My uh, public school, we'll get to your answers after I finish. My public school experience was a shit show. They were more worried about some student wearing a Coors beer t-shirt to school than us learning as a whole. We also performed in a siloed environment with little collaboration to speak of, unless we did it ourselves. I noticed a shift uh, going back to when uh, my kids were in school, healthier collaboration with others, and a shared learning experience. It's funny that it went that way, because isn't that how we work in the real world? So I definitely think it's better today, uh, when I was in public school and could pass a science test, uh, by drawing a, the teacher's car for him. True story. <laughs> well, yeah. If you could also draw what's wrong with the engine, that'd be great. Uh, I have another tip uh, on when to visit visit Disneyland. I was visiting relatives in San Diego back in late January of 1990, and my aunt uh, had passes for me to go whenever I wanted. I decided to visit Disneyland on Super Bowl Sunday, since my relatives had to work that day, and it was the perfect time to go. It wasn't dead by any means, but everything was pretty much line-free, and I was able to park close to the entrance in the owl section from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. When we when we the owl there. section is a real who's who. <laughs> Go ahead, please. Anyway, uh, I was just gonna say we didn't park there because we were like we stayed in a motel close by, so we could walk over. Nice. Love and good tidings uh, to all as we sneak into the holiday season. <coughs> all good things. And back at you, Edward. Very nice to hear from you. Yes, thank And thank you. you for listening to the show that couldn't be listened to. <laughs> it's not that bad. Wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good. Wasn't that great either. <laughs> Some heavy lifting. <laughs> Have you got any emails for us, David? I do. It's a short one from Stuart M. Okay. It says, Re Woodblock Prince. Uh, Princes and P-R-I-N-T-S Okay Hi, you may be interested in initiating a little search David Bull, you may know him from YouTube He gives a YouTube uh, uh, link, I should say Okay Lived in Vancouver when he started woodblock printing Mm. He has talked about, sorry, he's talked before about selling some of his early prints at art fairs around the area And wonders sometimes if anyone knows what they have in a drawer or on a wall For example, once again a YouTube link and another YouTube link. He also made some guitars that might still be around this the area. His daughter will be running a fundraising print party event or a daycare center. So, or is it for a daycare center? I'm sorry, print party event for a daycare center. And Dave himself will be at another one he is over visiting early next year. All the best, Stuart. So, thank you, Stuart. And so I will put all those YouTube videos on the website so people can nice. see what Stuart is referencing. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. And that is all the emails I got. That's all they wrote. Except for someone wants us to talk about Adobe Essentials. And Ian sent me a bunch of stuff about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I did. So that, you know. When I didn't see. What does this one say? Sorry, I did the description in pages again. <laughs> I did, yes. I apologize. Yeah, that's that. all right. I already had done it all before. Okay, good. That to me. Yeah, I've been I've been sending Dave uh, things in a format that uh, he can't look at, and then repeating, because, not learning from my mistakes yeah, at all. Because I'm I'm uh, I'm on Apple, or I'm, I'm on Microsoft, and you're on Apple, and so you send it to me in an Apple format. Yeah. That of course do not cross pollinate those apples. Yeah. And uh, but I think I said this before, but if you get a format like that, if you get something in the wrong format for your computer, if you change the name of the file to zip after, uh-huh. and then click on the folder. It will open for you as if it was uh, in a zip file. Okay. 
Okay. So that's a hint. So then the other thing, the only I, thing I don't like about it is then I have to like physically retype all, all yeah. the stuff that you sent me. Sorry. Whether when you send it to me like in a text form, I can just copy and paste, which, you know, as a person just trying to rush and get it done, you know. And we do bummed. send it to you at the very last second. Because that's the other thing. I was at the movie last night. What a great movie. Oh, I got to go to the shop and <laughs> Post the show. <laughs> Sorry, that's fine. I, Sorry I enjoy, I enjoy doing Sorry it. Sorry about that. I enjoy doing it. Sorry, I'm just having fun. Sorry. Just having fun. Don't apologize. Sorry about that. Do oh, so Canadian. Um, here's one of the questions, and we probably asked this before. Uh, well, you, maybe, were men- you were mentioning you were mentioning uh, you know um, scenes that were scary uh, when you were a kid. Mm. What's a what's a scene that scared you as a kid in a movie? Like oh, uh, that's a good question. Something that was like you know woof back mm. then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something kid scary, not not adult scary that you saw. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear stories about, you know, I saw The Exorcist when I was seven. Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing that you saw The Exorcist when you're seven. I just mean, no, I mean, like, real. And for me, it was uh, it was uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and it was the tunnel the scene. The tunnel sequence, that is pretty yeah. freaky. But I was scared of stuff before that. I was scared I was scared of, I was scared of Gus to kick the, the uh, field goal, goal-kicking mule. Sure. What if he kicked you? Yeah. Scary. What if you could see his penis? <laughs> He's a mule. I don't know if he. Anyway, he I think they have them. He they just does, can't reproduce. They just they can in exceptional circumstances. Oh, okay. Sometimes it, it takes. I don't know if the result is great, but uh, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, then uh, I, there's an Encyclopedia Brown story that was wrong. <laughs> okay. Like I say, it's uh, this is what someone mentioned to me a little while ago, and I was like, hmm. I was saying this to you, so maybe I should have Googled it okay. rather than just listen to this person. Do you have a second story that? Uh, Do we have a second question, question for this episode about something that we talked about on this show? You mean? Sure, or it can just be anything random. Anything random. Um, let me ask a question. Okay, I don't know if we've asked this one either because we, you know, sometimes twelve years, we, man. 12 years. I mean, we haven't been asking questions. We haven't been asking for 12 years, but yeah. Um, what's your favorite Christmas special? There you are. It's coming up. Rudolph, Frosty. You got choices. Is something more modern that I, I can't Monsters remember Monsters Inc. meets Jesus. All of the other reindeer. <laughs> what is that? Monsters Inc. meets, Inc. meets, meets Jesus. Jesus. Yes, that's right. The little monster Dummer boy. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the monster reindeer. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Which one of those did you like so much? I want to know. Yeah. It's a wonderful I to, monster. I used to have a joke about that. I was like... Yeah. Uh, you know, you had Rudolph, uh, Rudolph's, you know, uh, Rudolph the Red News Reigns here. And then the, the holiday specials got worse and worse. And it was yeah. like, then it was Rudolph's uh, Shiny New Year. Yeah. And then it was Rudolph's Half-Ass Hanukkah. And it was like, oh, that's too bad. They're not, they're not even trying. <laughs> not even trying anymore. Not even trying. Yeah. Um, so listen, if you would like to write to us, we would love to hear from you. We're at SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. We're also, whoops, let me put that can back. There it goes. There you go, Mr. Can. Um, we're also on Facebook uh, or Meta. It's been called Meta. No one calls it that. I don't think so. No why, one calls why it would that. They? Why would they? Hey, listen. Hey, X. Get get with the Facebook thing. Do you think because he stole the name Facebook from something else that already existed, like it was like some Harvard or Yale oh, thing or wherever he was? I'm just saying this because I saw five minutes of the social network. Um, that he stole that. They got too scary. <laughs> yeah, social network Why are there two Winklewasses? <laughs> Winklebosses or Winklepickers. Winklepickers. Uh wait, don't don't they work for Willy Wonka? Isn't that the Winkle that, Pickers? They're the right. Winkle, 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 Winkle Pickery Pickery. do. <laughs> yeah. Um so then uh 
We've got a Facebook he's, article for you. He stole Facebook's name from like some pre-existing thing. Uh-huh. So it's not something that he created himself. Okay. Unlike the word meta, which, of course, he did create himself. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, one totally, no, one, no one at all. Excellent job. <laughs> anyway, go on with your Yeah, you can post on. Anyway, we got a Facebook page. For, we do. Uh, for Sneaky Dragon. We're also on X. Uh, and that's uh, sneaky underscore dragon. Yep. We're on Tumblr. That still exists. Short for eczema. Uh, and that still has its old name. Doesn't have its old porn, but it's got its old name. And that's They're uh, sneaky dragon at tumblr dot com. Yep. Okay, there you go. Uh, and uh, what am I missing in that uh, group? Anything? Peach, oh, our Patreon. website. Oh, how about that? How about the biggest <laughs> fucking thing? Uh, Sneakydragon dot com is our website. Yep. So so website. Look, yep. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but that's where you should go. Go there. Uh, we got all our episodes. They're there. You can post a little something underneath. You can yep. see what the question of the week is. Yep. You can look at old questions of the week and go, yep. oh, I can answer that now. Like, sure can. Uh, school better now. You can answer that one. That's fine. We don't care. We're, we're liking it. Hey, while you're there, go check out Refresh My Memory. It's a new podcast we're doing. Hey, before that was the newest podcast, Horse Mysteries was the newest podcast. A whole bunch of horse mystery uh, episodes up there. What are they? Have you heard the title? That's what it is. <laughs> it's mysteries about horses. And if you can solve them, we will pay you $10,000. That is Dave's guarantee to you. But first you must find him. And I don't mean this Dave. It's a different Dave. Yeah. It's Davey I'm Dollars. E- I'm easy to find. It's the Richie Rich character Davey Dollars. <laughs> Uh, if you can find him, yeah. he will pay you $10,000 for every horse mystery you solve. <laughs> he was not a popular character. He wasn't that popular, no. By the way, on a completely different uh, topic, because, you know, I know you want to get out of here and I'm not going to let you. <laughs> uh, I was, as I mentioned Hot Stuff, the little devil. Yes. Uh, in a joking kind of way to okay. Nina. And, uh, you know, we did talk about it. And then for some reason I went, you know what? Uh, I wonder what the origin of Hot Stuff was. And oh. I looked up. Uh, thing. And there was, an, there was an old Casper cartoon. Okay. And the old Casper cartoon had him turning into a very hot stuff-like demon. Yeah. And torturing his uncles. Just torturing them. Yeah. Doing all this stuff. Like cutting real, off their heads. Real brat. Running them through a washing machine. Sure. Just like, you know, and they were terrified and they're covering them with glue. Yeah, yeah. Awful stuff. Yeah. And it's because uh, they were tired of him being nice and so they fed, fed him mean pills. Okay. They fed him mean pills and he turned into a red devil. Oh. And he was just like torturing them and chasing them. Yeah, yeah. Until they go running off into the night like terrified. And then he turns to us and just goes, I didn't take those pills. <laughs> And that's the end of the that's the end of the cartoon. It was just doing it just because yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to teach him a lesson. Sure. The end. <laughs> Casper ends and like, oh, so you actually Fun. cut off your uncle's head yeah. to teach him a lesson. Fair enough. Fun. Good job, Casper. That guy's a crazy, crazy ghost. Don't mess with him. <laughs> Don't mess. He will. Don't he will move. mess you up. <laughs> um. So anyway, we would love to hear from you, yeah. and uh, we will keep doing these shows. Uh, and uh, there we go. We're talking about doing a calendar. Uh, I know it's getting near the end of the year, but uh, maybe we'll do a calendar. And maybe you want to get that calendar? We'll tell you more about that maybe next time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we think you're swell. I've been Ian. I've been David. Bye. Bye, everyone. Reminds me of. All right. <laughs>
I'm glad. To, I'm glad to be your muse. As I, as I, as my T-shirt says, if you can't be amusing, be a muse. <laughs> sure. <laughs>